Our debut show yesterday, Rich. I watched it back because I'm so damn full of myself. I thought it was fantastic. Of course, you, you see did. it. Yeah. No, I mean, I lived it. Uh, as Pee Wee Herman, your hero, once said, I, I don't need it. to watch it. I lived it. I no, mean, no, I, I, I want to make sure everything went well, and it did better than I could have expected. Thanks to your support. And like always, we be rocking out. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Now. Here on this platform. By the way, let's hear it for the YouTube bot. Let's hear it for the YouTube bot. Yeah, I was going to say, let's hear it for the YouTube bot because, uh, wow, day one flagged for Wolf Mother Dimension. So, handsome Gabe coming through in the clutch, making making an alternate version. Let me tell you, by the way, switching to the flex cam. Uh, Let me, I need like a sound effect. Are you ever going to wear clothes? No. um, Let me tell you, I I hit up handsome Gabe because I knew he could do this. And he turned this around so quickly. That guy is so talented. So talented. That guy is so talented. He's so talented. We might play an original song, an original parody done by him and Sherry, one of our listeners, uh, later on. Welcome to Cavino and Rich. Sports, ass cheeks, entertainment, relationships, life. Whatever's on our mind, we're going to discuss. It's as real as it gets. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. We need you to tell friends about the show. We're here. The number still works, 412, the letter C in our show, if you want to chime in. There's all sorts of new ways, 412-267-7469. But I got to tell you, Rich, we're starting our new journey on probably one of the weakest weeks of news ever. Like, there's that's nothing. The huh. There's nothing. Biggest news is uh, we've moved on, um, and that's not saying a whole lot. Yeah, I can tell you what's trending real quick before well, we dive into like real stuff, just it, to show biggest, you there's nothing uh, going on. Is it the flex, is it the flex uh, cam? Yeah, the flex cam. The biggest news I saw was Joe Exotic saying that he's going to let the cat out of the bag tomorrow, and there's big news. So what does that mean? What cat? Uh, the cat in the hat because he's banned. The That's big like cat? the biggest news in the story. The big cat? Biggest news uh, story in the news is that Dr. Seuss books, including, and to think I saw that on Mulberry Street and if I ran the zoo, are going to stop being published because of racist and insensitive sort of content dr seuss bro yet we're dancing around to cardi b's wet ass puseta give me a break look i'm all for moving forward i'm all for progression and evolving and being a better person dr seuss forgot he make a rhyme up with that uh, dr cardi b she's got the answers dr seuss is uh celebrated still in schools though i know that uh was it this week or there was like Dr. Seuss week in schools? I think today a lot of kids are celebrating Dr. Seuss Day. No, when I when I heard this, I was like, Dr. Seuss, 
week. <laughs> because, okay, maybe something may be a little off color from today's eyes and ears, but Dr. Seuss, how sensitive can you be? How can you be so on the path of righteousness and evolving, right, and sensitive to certain things, but you're willing to spread your butt cheeks on, on Bonely fans and OnlyFans, and you're willing to dance around to Ariana, talk, Ariana Grande talking about her, her coochie. Like, it well, makes no sense. You're confusing the world two completely makes no sense. different issues. The world makes no sense. No, I'm saying you're talking about sexuality versus As far as sensitivity. Race relations. I mean, I mean how do you compare Dr. the two? It's Dr. Seuss, bro. I, I, I got to see what they're talking about. I've read these books as kids. And again, things are different from today's standards. But, I mean, it's still Dr. Seuss. How bad could it be? <laughs> I mean, you're I not know. that versed on the Seuss, are you, to think that not you that know all the, 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 all the books? I know from Miguel gets pulled to fucking Horton Hears a Who to, to Horton Hatches an Egg. <laughs> I read them all, bro. I could read it with my eyes shut. In fact, I could read them all with my eyes shut. And that's a book that your mom never read to you. Look, man, I get it. We got to evolve. Yo, you I, said your mama can't read. <laughs> I can read those <laughs> with my eyes shut. I got a book about me. You don't even know what that is. Dr. Seuss's book about me. This is geared for little kids' eyes and ears. So even if it's a little off color, like old school cartoons are, right? I'll acknowledge that for sure. How could you not? It's still Dr. Seuss. I well, mean, it can't I mean, be that bad. We, we see and hear worse things everywhere else. Hold on. Hold up. Yeah. Hold up. Wait a minute. Maybe not for kids. I don't know. Don't, don't fall for the dumb headline. And let me explain. Yeah, I haven't let read it yet. I'm let just me explain. trending. You mean the ones I see in the video right now? Yeah. Oh, Rich bringing the let headlines. Me, uh, <laughs> let me explain. Wait, is this a new segment? Headlines with Rich? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm aggravated already today with you. Um, <laughs> I wasn't the one who showed up late. <laughs> there's, no, we don't, there's no time. There's no late anymore. You're your own boss. No, sorry. People expect... People expect... Uh, what is it? Uh, it's prompt, not promptness. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Prompt, uh, promptness. <laughs> right at eight. They want you right at eight slash eleven. We were out at eight minutes and thirty seconds. Not, not good enough. All right. Um, don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. <laughs> I'm still dicky from the block. No, don't be fooled by the headlines because, much like. The Muppet Show, right? The Muppet Show is airing. They just throw a little warning in the beginning where it's like, hey, if you're going to watch a Muppet Show, it's a little dated with language and uh, culture. No one's saying you can't read Dr. Seuss. No one's saying there's no Dr. Seuss Day for Kids. People are just saying that they're no longer publishing fresh new copies of some of these, only a few of the books. That's all. Yeah, but isn't that corny? And I'll tell you why. Yes, we got to evolve. Yes, we need to progress. Yes, we need to be aware of these things, right? I get all that. There's a reason that we don't see the little rascals anymore. Uh, there's you new know? books. There's new authors. I mean, you, uh, Dr. Seuss uh, has a million books. You just classics. named six. There's still classics, man. Um, the ones you named, I did not care about. I mean, but other people do. Just, you, ah. don't, you didn't know any of the other ones I was talking about. Not one. They're all famous. The only I know one Green Eggs and Ham and the Lorax. Green Eggs and Ham and the Lorax. The Lorax, because the movie came out in the past 15 years. That's yes. the only reason you know that. All right. So I know them all. So that hurts my feelings because I'm a big Dr. Seuss fan. In fact, my favorite author, him. And Honoré de Balzac, I don't know if you know that guy. He was big in the uh, 1700s, France. Yeah. Honoré de Balzac, you know that guy? Really great author. No, they banned his work. Oh, I'm, I'm very Jesus. disappointed. Honoré de Balzac. I'm just saying, whatever it is, and I'm not going to fall for false headlines, it says, 
They're stopping the publishing because of racist remarks and insensitivity. Um, Cancel cultures, the hashtag here. Randy Orton responds to Soldier Boy calling WWE fake. I mean, it is. It is. Uh, I mean, I mean, it, it takes a, a a high level of athleticism for sure, but it's still fake. I mean, all right, look at it this way. I'm going to show you a picture. See, that's the fun of this now. We're streaming online every day. Not only audio, video with our new our new show. Just got a text message from Mauser, your favorite guy in the world. He said, look at this picture, and you can understand why someone would say maybe just culturally not appropriate anymore. Let's see it. I'm reading the headlines, bro. Just to tell you, there's not a whole lot going on. I mean, is that appropriate? I don't see you, Rich. I'm sorry. Spots adjusting oh, the uh, sorry. single shots and two shots. I mean, should they ban the five Chinese brothers? That's a Caldecott medal winner. I mean, you know what? I don't think Asian people care about that. Maybe they do. I think it's everyone else with their buttholes clenched. Um, again, case by case. I'm reading headlines. Let's see. I'm just saying. I'm saying you're you know not what Asian. I'm saying? I'm saying the five Chinese brothers was one of my favorite books growing up. And I'm not Chinese, but everyone thought I was. So I can identify. Yo, <laughs> there may be Asian people that are like, yo, I'm not cool with this. I mean, come on. See, but I look at it different. You know, how do you, but it doesn't I'm matter how Asian. you look at it. I'm saying put that guy in a sombrero, right? I'm saying there's, there's that's wrong. That's wrong in today's world. I get it, but I'm saying, hey, there's my culture being honored a little bit. Cool. All right. Awesome. Whoa, come on. You think if there was five Mexican dudes in sombreros and they're being like sort of made fun of, you think that's honoring your culture? Honore de Balsac. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking nerd sounding guy. Anyway, uh, politics. Read across America's trending. Not Time a whole out. lot of anything. Give white Hold men on. a chance is trending. Give Hold white on. men a chance. I'm not going to argue because, yeah. frankly, I don't care that much. I'm not the one that's offended. But if you think that this is a compliment to Asian people, you're on drugs. Like, that's not honoring Asian people. I am not. Look, I, I, there's an ultra-sensitive movement going on to stop the Asian hating. Um and the violence against Asians. So I get why they're doing this for sure. I get that. I'm not stupid. I'm just saying our eyes and ears are okay with one thing, but they're so offended with others. You know, it's just really odd sometimes. You know, my stance isn't against, hey, Asians toughen up. No, I I don't make it that way. I agree with what you're saying in regards regards to... But you could have all the cartoons with Mexicans sleeping under a cactus. That's okay. That's you know, that's not going oh, okay to be okay either. It's okay to play uh, Slowpoke Rodriguez. You know what? It is for me. Sorry, I like Slowpoke Rodriguez. I'm going to buy a T-shirt with Slowpoke Rodriguez. You think Speedy Gonzalez and Slowpoke Rodriguez are an honor to the Mexican culture? It's not an honor. It's called a joke. It's funny, and sometimes those stereotypes are are, are not positive. I get that, but. Are we really hurt by them, or are we just really being overly cautious? Well, I mean... It depends. Listen, it's case by case. I am not offended. I'm just explaining how I could see where someone Asian or of a culture that is being poked fun at would be like, yeah, I don't think I'm cool with that anymore. Well, I'll tell you, like I said, the five Chinese brothers was a Caldecott medal winner. Get it off the shelves. Be consistent. Be consistent with the arguments is all I'm asking for. 
Let's be consistent. If we're evolving and everyone's the same now and all cultures are the same and there's no differences, get it all off. Burn them. Well, Let's well, go. Also, also keep in mind, buddy boy, it's uh, it's two different subjects too. Uh, people being very open sexually. No, you're and making people... it about two. You're making it about two different subjects. I'm making it about sensitive. No, right. You said. No. You said people are okay showing their butthole on OnlyFans, but they're offended by Doctor Seuss. Yeah, I'm making it about offensive buttholes and offended. You know, really losing sleep over that. Who me? Anyone. I'm losing sleep over none of that shit. I'm, I'm, I'm losing sleep over our lives. <laughs> I'm, not losing, I'm, I'm not losing. You know what? I'm. I, that's really it. You hit it on the head without even fucking thinking about it. Yeah. People need to get a life and worry about it. That's what I think. Get a life, dudes. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just, I'm just trying to tell you that when that's the number one story, keep in yeah. mind my perspective here. When that's the number one story, it's a slow news day, a slow news week. And, uh, Thank you again for being here. Entertainment, sports, life. Uh, you're going to get uncensored opinions, real opinions. That's what we do. Um, I'm all about moving, moving on and moving forward. Don't get it twisted. I'm just saying we, na- we need to stay consistent. Um, Agreed. Yes. I-, I agree with you. I think, I think uh, they're handling it the right way. It's just the headlines are making it more salacious, right? The Muppet Show. They didn't take it off of HBO. What did they do? In the beginning, they did a little like, Hey, this shit might be outdated. Proceed with caution, Muppets. Um, they're yeah, saying they're doing Dr. Seuss to protect their own ass. Yeah, but Are Dr. you offended Seuss is by not any being... of that? Is anyone really offended? This fake outrage. Who's offended by that, man? Who's offended by the Muppets? Your kids? You think kids are like, Dad, there's something wrong with this one? There's no fucking kid complaining about that. It's fake no. outrage they're protecting themselves from. Be honest. Case by case by case. The Muppets? If it's that bad, they wouldn't play it. The Muppets. I'm Look, just the saying. Muppets. The Muppet Show. It's not half bad. It's all bad. Sarah. I see what you did there. You like that? I like that. Um, Emmy was watching some cartoon the other day. Um, Sarah, come here a second. Dude, Kermit the Frog sang the Rainbow Connection. Everybody knows that's about gay love, right? What? What was the? Uh, it's, it's not. What Wait, was? What? what was the thing? What was the thing yesterday? Um, that we watched with Emmy where the cartoon characters were calling each other fat and stuff. Oh, no. It was this uh, YouTube video, and it was you... the Gingerbread Man song. Or, oh, like, you mean Fat Albert? Get him off TV. Some, like, stinky. And, like, oh, no, yeah, some, some cartoon that Sarah and I were watching. The one character is like, yeah, get out of here. You're stinky and fat. And I started laughing, but Sarah and I were like, yo, that's not going to last. I mean, a kid's cartoon when we were kids. You're right. Fat Albert. The fucking guy's name was Fat Albert. Sure, that was not off. fly. He's the leader of the junkyard gang. He was the <laughs> coolest guy. You guys got it. Yeah. You guys look at things from from uh, you know uh, a protect my ass perspective all the time. Well, well you know? it was, honestly, Camino, it was it was something to the effect of like, yeah, don't play with that other kid or whatever or animal. Is it? Yeah. Oh, the gingerbread man said, you can't catch me because you're fat. Maybe he was. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm looking a little chubby. Own up to it. I'm about five pounds overweight. I'll, I'll admit it. Five pounds. So thank you guys for being here. 412 to letters. CNR show. It's case you by case, read? guys. I agree. Case by case. We you all want need to, uh... to be better people. That's not my argument. I'm saying it's a slow news day when Dr. It's... Seuss is the biggest villain. Uh, oh, wait. Sarah found it right away. You got yeah. it? Yeah. When, Doc, it when yeah. Dr. Seuss 
is part of the cancel culture. Like, give me a break. Hold on one second. Let me make it big so people can see it. Let's see. Uh, Could like tat you in like. The road ran the gingerbread man with the old man and the lady running behind him. A cow sitting beside the road saw the gingerbread man and said, "You look so tasty. I want to eat you." <laughs> huh? Sounds like, sounds like old rich. Lady and old man cannot catch me. See if you can catch me, you fat thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> you cheap fellow. Just you wait till I catch you. That's a little bold. But I like it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we were like, all right, you Jeez. fat thing. You can't catch me. Jeez, Rich. Come on, man. You can turn it off now, Sarah. <laughs> Teaches you life lessons. Life lessons. Remember Lampwick oh. and Pinocchio? Lampwick was like, hey, Pinocchio, let's go rob some shit. Let's go smack some people around. What do you say? Steal the money, Pinocchio. Let's go. Let's do some drugs, some smack. And Let's much have some like four you locals. said, come on, Pinocchio. Much like go. you, uh, much like you said yesterday, Kavino, Pinocchio was way cooler when he was a wooden boy. Way huh. cooler, turned into a little uh, lamo. So, look, <laughs> let's not lose focus. What I'm saying is, if Dr. Seuss is the number one story on Twitter right now, and we need to cancel this guy, yeah. man, we got nothing else to talk about, and you need other things on your plate of life because well, I, that's the last shit on my mind, and I'm a dad. Kavino, it's yeah. uh, well, I I just don't want to be victims of what we make fun of, meaning. You know how a lot of times you'll say, "Is it really a story?" Or did someone just print it? No one's really offended, and the headline is misleading. It's it's not really a big deal. Like Dr. Seuss is not being taken away. They're not canceling Dr. Seuss Day at school. In fact, we just signed Emmy up for her new preschool. And the teacher was like, oh, we're really bummed that Emmy's not starting until April or May because she's going to miss Dr. Seuss week. We have a lot of fun with it. School little kids are still doing Dr. Seuss stuff. I'm They're just not own. producing a few old school books that are mildly racist. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make my own uh, book about you for kids called The Goon on the Moon. You're like That's fine. The Goon on the one. Moon. I'm going to write it, publish it with today's standards in mind. Because the only people you can make fun of today are white guys like you. So uh, you thank, know what? Good thing I'm a good sport, huh? Thank, thank goodness for the show. Uh, thank goodness. Because that's our what favorite a, thing to do. Well, if you're going to talk about Dr. Seuss. No, I'm not. Being, uh, I'm telling you being, what's the number one story in the news proving that there ain't shit going on in the world, which could be a good thing. You know, we're just chilling right now. It's, we're in chill mode. I, I, I could dig it. Um. Speaking of Dr. Seuss and cancel culture and fake stories, is it real or not? Another one that was uh, got people all riled up, not Aunt Jemima, not some other shit people got mad about for no reason. Being that your girlfriend's from Idaho and you always say that you have a sweet potato in your pants. I do. Did you uh, did you see the story about. They, the again, the fake story and the fake rage about Mr. Potato Head not being called Mr. anymore. It's just Potato Head. And the reality was it's simply just rebranding the brand as Potato Head. And there's still Mr. Potato Head, Mrs. Potato Head. But the, the story was a fake leading you to believe wrong shit, right? Yeah, but why are they changing it? Just rebranding? All right. Because the brand was always called Mr. Potato Head. 
He's my guy. I love Mr. Potato. Okay. But they also have Mrs. Potato Head and other characters. So the brand is just now called Potato Head. Okay. But they still have Mr. Potato Head, Mrs. Potato Head. It just they did a slight brand adjustment and people are like, what are they doing? <laughs> Potato. Like, are you fucking that worried about Mr. Potato Head? When was the last time you gave a fuck? Did every little kid try to put on his yellow glasses and make them fit on his head and the lips and the mustache? I know I did. I'm a potato head at heart. So anyway, uh, I digest. I'm just telling you again where the, the, the stories are at. They're very slow. So yesterday after our first, uh, our first ever show, we went through all the feedback. Um, so what's, much. What's crazy about from- today's sort of radio media with doing this platform is that you get feedback from so many different places in life. You don't know where to start. We have a live chat going on. We have a Discord page. We have the Carl's page on Facebook, Kavino Rich listeners. We got our text messages, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat feedback. Y- you name it, we got feedback everywhere. And well, it's impossible to get back to everybody, but we're doing our, our darndest. You know what I did realize, too? There's a lot of people that reached out to us that had never reached out before. And it was really, it was really refreshing. Like you, I feel like we got so much feedback from people that said, yo, I've been with you guys like over a decade and I've never reached out to you once. And here I am. That was, that's a great feeling. You know what though, Rich? Um, I'm expecting, although I appreciate that. I knew that was out there. I'm expecting more of it. Yeah, I am. I really am because that makes more sense. I'm a radio fan so much that I, focused my career on radio and I never participated in any radio event or movement or contest or anything like that growing up. So if my favorite radio show was going somewhere else, I would probably check out where they are, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be all involved the way we're so fortunate. Other people are, you know, Jerry O hit us up. I'm going to read some of the feedback text message. Uh, and Albert got uh, banned. I'll read the live chat. What? I'll read the live chat. Fat Albert got banned because it's creator drug people, not because he was morbidly obese. <laughs> uh, let's be honest. Uh, is he a real fucking doctor? How about Mr. Seuss? Is he a doctor? Really? Like, we're really going to like hold him to that? Is Dr. Like, Dre a doctor? It's like when uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, people love to immediately be like, he's not even a scientist. You guys are missing the, the great lessons. You're worried about <laughs> Albert being fat. He's going to sing a song for you. Remember Spot? Yeah. And it's going to show you a thing or two. Let's join the fun now with me and all the gang. Learning from each other. That's why we do our thing. Nah, nah, nah. Going to have a good time. You're on your own. Oh, man. What happened? Nothing. No one cares? No, you're on your own. Sorry, bud. See? That's why everyone's so offended. You didn't live the fat Albert life. I did. So you're like, yeah, get rid of him. In a stupid red shirt. Get we rid all of deserve. Them. We all deserve slow news days after the last year of our lives. That's from Jonesy in Texas. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, but that was the point I'm proving. I'm not going to fight over Dr. Seuss. I really Rich, don't give a shit. Rich, what do you mean we're handling it correctly? I'm reading the text messages. Uh, yeah, you 970. Sound, you sound How are like, we handling this correctly? You sound Whatever overboard. happened to just changing the channel if you don't like something? Do we just cancel everything we don't like? It's easy to say until they come for you. I mean, no, it's just, like you can't erase the past. You can make it better and you can make changes. I'm not against that. But it's like my daughter's history class, you know? They stopped sugarcoating it and they went really full on in with about how 
slavery was and how about how we treated the Indians and, and so on and so forth. We don't make the same mistakes twice, but you can't pretend like that shit never happened. By the way, Kavino, I agree with uh, Doug from 404 saying, white guys get dumb white dad on every sitcom. Yeah. Every, every white dad is dumb white dad. Because you've allowed it. Blame yourself. Because you're also the guy petitioning like, we need to protect everybody else. But forget about us. Make fun of us instead, guys. you like like human punching bags. You I, did it to yourself. I'm, I'm, so glad. I'm so glad I'm down the middle. I've never been more happy in my life to be split down the middle like a nice set of butt cheeks. I'm offended by nothing. All I'm saying is that the reality is... Look at any commercial. See. Look at any commercial, dude. It, the, the punchline is the goofy white dad. Any sitcom, goofy white dad. Because you no longer can make fun of anyone else because everyone's so scared to have fun at anyone else's expense. No one's saying be rude or be insensitive. A joke? You can only make fun of rich. You can only make fun of guys that look like my dad. You can only make fun of guys that are full-on white. It's the only safe route. And I'm talking about in fun. I'm not talking about in a negative way. You Both know? Obama and Donald Trump hailed Dr. Seuss as being great. Now they're going to cancel him. Like, everyone agrees Dr. Seuss is great. I think they're just saying, again... Oh, what was it? I wish I could yeah, remember. The it's people story. looking for headlines, dude. It happened like it happened last week or the week before. I'm trying to remember what it was where we fell for a headline that wasn't a real story. Well, it's a real story. I'm not making it up. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm saying like, for instance, like the Dr. Seuss books. thing. Is it a real story? Because the reality is it's the number one trending story in the news right now. Uh, all right. I'm, OK, but don't yeah. say it's not real because it, it's yeah. discrediting what I'm reading straight all up right. off of the news. Just saying, it's not a real story in the fact that they're not banning Dr. Seuss. They're not canceling Dr. Seuss days for kids. The Lorax is still on television. They're still doing it. It's just that there's a few books of his monstrous collection that they're saying, yeah, we're not going to print new copies of them. That happens all the time. You know, books don't have new editions printed. That I mean, that's just sort of normal. Maybe they change the artwork of the Asian people to look less... Uh, like not with two buck teeth with this uh, fucking uh, silly hat on. I mean, maybe they do. Maybe they do that and they re-release the book. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Did that guy have buck teeth? I didn't see that. Yeah. Did it? I didn't see that. Yeah. I remember. I like that book. So yeah, read it. Read well, not, not the guy I showed you, but that's like every, you know, the depiction of like ah, Asian see, people in like old so. cartoons. I know. That's a little more insensitive, right? You yeah. don't want to be the, I like the kick-ass uh, Asian guy. That guy. I like the leading man. Asian guy who gets the girl. That's who I like. Man. It's Cavino and Rich. Don't get it twisted. I'm just saying there's not a whole lot in the news. Um, after the show yesterday, went through all the feedback, and then I got on the phone with, you know, a bunch of different people who were, who were just interested in Cavino and Rich. You know? The gates are open. We had lots of meetings, lots of phone <coughs> calls. Um, on the phone with lawyers. Miserables, bro. I'm on the phone with lawyers because of my new Pay scale, right? How do you figure that out? Uh, we talked about that yesterday. How's that working how do you out figure for you? Out, how do you figure out child support when, when you're now on a, on a subscription-based salary, on a commission-based sort of salary? Like, how do I handle this? How do I protect myself? Because I'm still working on SiriusXM Turbo, but I am 
getting paid in meatballs. You know, how do I divvy that up? Um, took a nice walk. I got all excited, Rich, for two reasons. You want to know why? Yeah, I, I do. But I'm, I'm wondering, I, that never dawned on me. Not you. Obviously, yeah. I, I know what you're going through. But it never dawned on me how many men are in a commission-based sales type of job where how do they calculate their child support or their sure. alimony or whatever? It's like, sure. listen, what, when I you're read, a salary I read, employee. I, 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 you get real concerned when it's about you, right? So yeah. you do a quick Google search and they say, well, they take an average of the past, say, three years and they figure it out and they agree upon something. The past three years, I was killing it. So if you expect me to pay based on what I was making the past three years on what I'm making now, you know, Stevie's going to have to move out of his house. So, you know, I hope that's not the case. They're telling me to just give them some sort of estimate, you know, based well, on proper numbers if, of what uh, it might be moving forward. And we're going to try to figure something out. But I got to protect if, myself, too. If they expect you to pay what you're paying the last couple of years, uh, <laughs> make, make room under that one. Make room under the one on one by those tents. Also make some IOUs. Uh, uh, make some posted IOUs while we speak. Um, you know, so I got off the phone with the uh, lawyers, and I'm like, "Geez, but you know what happens when Jeez. you deal with lawyers? You have to pay retainers. We're talking big money just to protect yourself." By the way, when you're talking to your lawyer, are you sort of always thinking like they're charging you for time? So you're like, "All right, come on, keep, keep, come on now, come on." <laughs> Yeah, of course. You know, these are major problems with the world major and in life. You know how, how men get fucked in the A. Whoa. Seriously. And we're worried about stupid Dr. Seuss riddles. Um, fake outrages. I'm not saying don't worry about being better people. I'm not saying that. You're saying there's bigger fish to fry. Of course. There's, there's a lot of bigger issues out there involving Asians. You know, that doesn't make it better. And minorities. Maybe it's it's a start, you know, but let's let's get to the real shit. Um, then I realized, oh, you know, I got a massive headache. And I'm not a guy that complains about headaches ever. In fact, people that complain about headaches bother me, right? Because I don't they, I don't I don't really get them. You can't sympathize. You're like, like migraine, who yeah. cares? What are you talking about? Oh, exactly. take an Advil. I got all right, I'll be totally honest, Rich. I'm I'm so insensitive when it comes to people and their migraines. I'll I'm I'm like, really, Jordan? You got a migraine? Here, I'll rub your head. You good now? Cool. Um, migraines are debilitating. I, I know. I Migraines know. are the worst. I know, but I don't get them, so I really don't care that much. But I'm like, yeah, okay. Hey, can we like to watch something? You good? <laughs> um, so I get, I'm getting a headache because I'm so frustrated with you know all the things going on. My head's spinning. At the same time, we got feedback nonstop of people saying they love the show, which means a lot. <clears throat> but then I realized, oh, it's Monday. <clears throat> I get to watch The Bachelor. Oh, Sweet. Now, life's pathetic when I'm excited about that. I'll be honest. And then Jordan goes, look, I know you've had a long day, so I'm going to give you. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm oh. going to give you. Yes. Keep going. Uh-huh. And she goes, a guilt-free drink tonight. What and I'll it? make it for you. What do you want? And I'm like, ah, oh, not oh, what I expected. I thought but... that was going somewhere way more fun. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, so uh, did I. I'm a guilt-free drink, sweet. Thanks. Yeah, I don't want to offend anybody. So, <laughs> Listen, so <laughs> I have to be honest. That did make me happy because there is some sort of guilt that I have if it's a Monday or any weekday 
and I dip into the liquor cabinet. Like there's some like you're a piece of shit that I feel when I'm opening the cabinet and it's not a Friday night or a Saturday night. Really? You know, Just talk yeah. to my wife. Yo, no, for real. Because like, oh, she's like, guilt-free drink, you deserve it. And I'm like, you know what? I do. So I'm like, I could watch The Bachelor, have a drink. I'm going to make something out of this Monday night. And I did. And this is where my story's going. Okay. Oh, it's going somewhere? No, I'm just letting you know that The Bachelor was boring as shit. And it proves that I need drama. I need conflict. And I need fighting to make me excited. You know, not, and I'll tell you why. Here's what's happening. I'm not saying it's good or bad. This is for you to decide. I'm telling you what's happening with the world. Okay? Let, let me guess. Yeah. Let me guess. All right. On, on your Bachelor show, mm-hmm. he's narrowed it down to a few reasonable women, which makes it sort of boring, and there's no drama. There's no obstacles. There's no woman that's causing okay. drama, which means it's like now it's just, oh, this dude likes two women. Who cares? That was last week, Rich, and you're hitting the nail on the head because I was like, this ain't fun. It's down yeah. to four women, and they're all sort of like just hanging. They're all nervous about this. Now, I'm new to The Bachelor world. That's always the story. It seems to be every season, right? When it yeah. narrows down, it's not as exciting. But yesterday was something called Women Tell All. So Ooh. I'm like, oh, yeah, women, cat fights. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, this would be great. <laughs> right? <laughs> what the fuck was that? No, because that's, that's what it is. It's Women Tell All, right? <laughs> this is where all oh, fireworks. This would be great. You're a cat, Steve. You're yeah. a cat. Fucking Look, bro, I need distractions. My life's falling apart in reality. So, you know, and and at the same time, we're getting so much support, and I'm so stoked about that. That excites me a lot. But, look, this is a distraction, and and that's all I need right now. So, Rich, I'll wrap it up, and I'll give it to you. Whoa. What I've noticed. (laughs) And what I mean by that is a guilt-free cocktail, a guilt-free drink. So what I've noticed now, and I knew it, and I was trying to like figure it out with Jordan last night as to why I'm bored by this, <laughs> and I think I, I got it. I'm watching the women tell all. Now, keep in mind, Chris Harrison is sort of under fire. Him and Dr. Seuss, the most evil men on the planet. Right? Chris Harrison sort of under fire. The definition, by the way, of villain has changed yeah. quite a bit. So, so, so the Bachelor now starts with some sort of disclaimer, like this was taped back in February because, you know, we got to watch our corporate asses with this Chris Harrison villain. So Chris Harrison sort of under fire. These shows are sort of taped already. So producers now have the creative ability to make edits. And create a, 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 a plot that sort of suits them, right? Yeah. A dynamic that sort of suits today. A narrative that everyone's going to be okay with. Chris Harrison's under fire. Everyone's super sensitive. No one wants to <laughs> offend anybody. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's my theory. Yes, we're probably headed. In fact, let's say yes, we are headed in the right direction. And you want to be on the right side of history. I do. But on the downside, because with every action comes an equal and opposite reaction, by trying to be so safe all the time and by trying not to upset anybody or shame anybody or make anyone look bad, you walk around on eggshells and you lose all the fun. You lose all the fun and now you're losing all the conflict, which makes it fun. So what I think is happening is 
You know, people are saying, why are you trying to portray us like mean girls? Why are you trying to portray us like women that can't fight? Why are you trying to portray us like uh, this person is going against that person and this girl of this ethnicity is going against this ethnicity? Uh. So they try to edit it now or cut it now where everyone is the get-along gang and that conflict and what made it fun just isn't there. So when when women tell all and you're expecting cat fights – they like come to quick resolutions. We're like, yeah. yeah, I know I called you a slut, but I'm really sorry. Huh. And like, and now she feels like, well, I can't be on the wrong side of history and hold and be mean to her now. So like, I accept your apology. Coming in up fact, next, yeah, and then that's <laughs> yeah, in, in fact, I probably did something to make you think that. So let's let's resolve this right now. And yeah, bam, it's bullshit. Bam. Yeah. Bam. The biggest story wow. this season, Rich, was some girl thought one of the other girls was an escort, right? Oh. So she tells all the other girls, like, I think she's an escort. Now, this is, this is a, a, a life-altering sort of rumor that she started because it's national television, right? Life this altering. is major conflict. You, tell, you told everyone I was an escort? Uh, basically a prostitute on national TV? So the world thinks the first thing you do when you google my name is that i'm an Hooker. escort yeah thanks to you Hooker. this is major conflict Whore. right the girl's like Slaw. i realized that i was lashing out and that i was like self-projecting because i am insecure so i'm sorry and i'm sorry right the girl's like well i accept your apology and i'm really scared about how i'm portrayed as well so let's all be friends Oh, who cares? The get along gang. So there's no, no conflict. Wants that. You lose. Look, look, no look, look. Shit. So if we look, if it moves, we're headed in a better direction. And we lose a little conflict, which we deem or we used to deem as fun. I guess we're still winning in society. I'm just telling you that it provides for boring entertainment. Yeah, it's not exciting. It's, it's not, not exciting. Fun. And that's where shit is going. Every The world is walking on eggshells. For the greater good, but we're losing some fun in the process. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose entertainment value now. Just telling um, you what I see. That's all. You could you could figure it out however you want. I'm telling you the truth. You know we're approaching the one year anniversary of when the world shut down. Oh my god! Don't remind me. One of the uh, one of the last events I went to, Kavino. Now looking back, you'd be jealous, but back then you didn't care. Since now you're bachelor boy. Sarah and I got to sit in the audience of the after the final rose. Uh, and that was the last live event before the world shut down. Right. And they orchestrate the drama on such a level. What's that reality show that uh, that spoofs the bachelor that was pretty popular. You know what I'm talking about? It was like a reality show that made fun of the bachelor, but it was like a drama. I don't know that shit. I'm keeping it real. I don't know, man. But that was not far off the mark. I, they planted someone next to me. Was it unscripted? Unscripted. It was at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kavino, I went for all the Bachelor fans. You'll remember for the people that don't give a shit about the Bachelor. Just follow along. It's not hard. Pete the pilot was the guy. Remember Pete the pilot, like handsome, nerdy white guy. I remember Pete Zapai, the Italian dude. Hey, it's a pizza pie. I remember that guy, the Italian. No, uh, Pete the pilot was the dude. Now, Pete the pilot had narrowed it down to like one girl. Remember, he changed his mind, and then he wanted the other girl. Then he changed his mind. 
They planted a girl next to me in the crowd. They said, you seem normal. Can we sit someone next to you? They moved my seat. And they had this girl, Kelly, mic'd up. Mic and everything ready to go. She had a mic, a little pack and everything. Now, they never went to her during the whole show. Because remember the mom, the, uh, Pete's mom was like a real maniac, like mm, saying yeah. how the girl wasn't good enough for her son. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. actually. Yeah. yeah. I think they were going to go to the girl next to me because that's who he ended up dating next. So I think they have all these angles of drama and play off of them as the show goes on. And if it leads itself there, they'll do it. But you're right with all the new ways people are thinking all the drama of reality TV is going to go down the drain because no one's, no one's going to want to be the fun, controversial person. You know why? Because once the show's over in their world, they'll be deemed the racist, the sexist, the bad person. So who's going to put themselves out there for three months of television. And then they permanently have the stamp of asshole. Right. Exactly. Like or, if you're the, forbid, uh, you know, hold on. God forbid you have conflict with someone of a, of a different ethnic yeah. background. Now so, you're, Camino, you're now you're the racist guy just because you don't like that guy's attitude. Camino, let me like for instance, let's say they casted you on I don't know, Big Brother, and all of a sudden Cavino's in the house, and they're like Cavino, be your abrasive, opinionated, funny Jersey self. You go in the house. I don't know. You fight with some white guy. You got some beef with some black guy. Um, see, you say abrasive. I say, I I don't know. I I see things through a lens of reality. Like, are, are you go with that on the show? Go with that on the reality show. Perfect. Are you Good. serious? Sometimes that's Good. what I'm. That's what I want to know. Really? Okay. Spot. That's his cutaway. Go go close close shot on oh, him when sorry. he's like, yeah, abrasive. Do you mean like reality? Which and camera, then they cut which, back to which, the main screen. Which camera do I look at? Right. Yeah. There. Which right one over there? Right there. Racist. You mean I don't know reality. I do a little John Cena, too. <laughs> so now you're the favorite. Everyone's like, oh, Kavino, what a great villain on Big Brother. Villain. Then you reenter society and everyone's like, there's Kavino, the racist. And it's like, whoa, you mean because I was on a reality show for a couple months and had some conflict? Yeah, no one's going to want to uh, do it. I hate to be cliche, but assholes come in all different colors and sizes and yep. creeds and shapes. And, and look, I don't know what you identify as, but I identify you as an asshole. How about that? And that doesn't matter uh, who you're down with or what you do and look like. Everybody has the potential of being an asshole. You said it, Buster. Including myself. Including you myself. You said it, so, buddy. So, again, yeah, you're a, this is what I'm noticing. I'm noticing that you're a, you're a huge asshole. what used to be fun conflict is something that networks just want to dance around now because they don't want to sort of be the platform that condones this sort of behavior. Therefore, we're all watching a bunch of people who are getting along which is nice, I get, in reality, and that's what we want as a society. But, like, when you're watching TV and you're expecting women tell all, and they're all sort of, like, hanging out, having a good time. So that's what I did. Yeah. And uh, basically what I'm saying, the highlight of my night was hearing from everybody that they enjoyed the show and my little cocktail fruit that I had last night on a Monday. On the next season of Survivor, is that show still even on? It could be. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be like, yeah, I think I I found a bunch of berries in the forest. So I'll just share them with everyone because I don't want to appear selfish. You know? Like- <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, and, uh, my brother hit me up yesterday, and he goes, he goes, yo, how many? He's just straight up like it's a weird today's filter where there is yeah. none uh, when it comes to like certain things. Yeah. He's like, yo, how much money did you make yesterday, yo? 
I'm like, chill, bro. None of your business. What, so you can tell the whole family? So you can tell everybody? Fuck out of here. And he's like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't talk right now. He's like, what are you doing, yo? And he's like, call me from his bed. What? Yeah. And he, and he FaceTimes me, which I find intrusive. Was he? But he's uh, my brother, so I don't mind. Was he shirtless? Yeah, he was. What? Yeah. He's like, he's there, like, chilling, like, half naked, like, yo, what's up? How much money did you make today, yo? <laughs> yo, and I bet you I made more than you, yo. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. making bank. That's totally, like, By the way, Spot's looking swole. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh, yeah, Spot looks, like, for real, yo. Did someone steal the sleeves? <laughs> yo, your brother, your brother totally knocked you down. He was probably like, yo, Spot's more swole than you, and I made more money than you, bro. Yeah, I'm like, look, man. I'm like, yo, can I call you back? He's like, I guess. I'm like, I'm watching The Bachelor, dude. He's like, what? And I'm like, I'm watching The Bachelor, and I hung up on him, right? That's lame, bro. Yeah, so I hit him back after The Bachelor, and he goes, yo, for real, yo? Because he was serious. Like, this is, like, s- sincere, Tom. He's like, for real, yo? Like, it's mad whack that you're watching The Bachelor. He's like, honestly, I can't respect that. And I'm like, ah, you know, we'll talk about it. I mean, we'll talk about it. I mean, he's, he's, In fact, he's not alone. He wants to know when we're doing TUD or toilet talk, when we do some behind the uh, velvet rope stuff, behind the scenes stuff here on Patreon after hours. Wait, toilet talk. Is there, are you going to do it from your Toto? Yes, yes. So, um, you know, we'll keep you posted on that. But that was my Monday night. Uh, my brother's in Puerto Rico, actually. So, you know, I'm going to have some stories from that. What the fuck is he doing in Puerto Rico? Yeah. <laughs> vacationing you uh, puerto ricans uh it's, it's like it's like i'm in another country you yeah. sweet puerto alone. rican toilets that's what he's doing it's yeah. like, this is like puerto rico there's it's like a foreign land yeah he's like what i always like puerto rico yo i mean you've never been there you know like the shining star the shining yeah. star yeah. yeah he's like you know like puerto rico oh yeah <laughs> so that that was my monday rich and um uh, again it's not my my rant about um What's wrong with today? We're, we're moving in a good direction. I'm just telling you what the opposite reaction is to the actions we take and what I'm right, noticing I, uh, in entertainment and what I'm noticing when people are walking around like, hey, man, I'm not shaming you. You're great. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, can we man. Play, can we <laughs> play a quick uh, round of the match game? Sure. Do you have a, you have a pen and a paper in front of you? Of course, always, man. Do you think the match game is uh, copyrighted material? <laughs> Probably. Um, maybe, but I don't think we, you, you can play. You just can't say that, play a theme, right? It's fine. Is that the rule? Uh, let me see if I can find royalty for music. This is gonna be my no, new. This is my, no, this is my new. Uh, my new goal. My new goal is to like accrue all this royalty-free music. All right. So here's my here's my question. Clear <clears throat> your throat. How long has Tommy been in his new apartment? His closet? About uh, as long as I've been in my place. So, November. All right, November, December, January, five, four months. Ready? Mm-hmm. Don't answer because I want you to write it down. I want to see how well we do. Spot, write it down as well. I have two questions. Question number one How many times has Tommy changed his bed sheets? He's been there for how long? Four months. How many times has Tommy changed his bed sheets in four months in his new apartment? It's fucking. Gross thought. Okay. Right, hold on, right there. Yeah. Write down your answer. Okay, I've how many times? Okay. Question two. Okay. I'm not. I'm not asking how many women he slept with, but how many women have laid in that bed in the last four months? Okay. 
How many women have let? Write down your answer. Well, the girl at the toilet, right? Yeah, Wait, hold on. Well, d- d- just write it down. How many girls do you think Rico. have laid in Tommy's bed? Okay, I'm not saying he had sex with them. Just how many people laid in the bed? Laid in the bed? Okay. I'm going. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say. Okay. I mean, there's no way I'm going to get the answer right now. He's, he's in Puerto Rico, so. No, I'm just curious what you guys think. I bet okay. you we'll get the answer. I've... We'll get the answer on on one of our next shows. All right. How many times has he changed his sheets? What is your answer? Spot. Uh, I said three times, Rich. Man, you're giving him too much. Credit. I said three times. Three. He takes his, his laundry home. He takes okay. his laundry home to my mom, um, like every other week or so. So I'm saying twice in four months. That's my answer, which is grimy. That's so I, gross. Yeah. I'm gonna say even worse. I'm going with. One time. <laughs> I, th- I think he wow. had the original sheets he put on his bed, yeah. and I think he changed them after the holidays and hasn't changed them since. Oh, oh. It's possible. What did, Charles N- what did Charles Nelson Riley say? I don't know. What did he say? <laughs> he said zero. You mean the original um, CNR? Yeah. Charles how Nelson many, Riley? How many women have been in Tommy's bed? My answer is uh, three. I think three women oh, that's have a good been one. in that bed. Uh, I'm going with four. Oh. Because I could think of two, and he probably had two he's not proud of. So uh, I'm, I went with I went with two, two. I, I just went with a base two. Two's a fact. Yeah, you know he's got the girl he's with in Puerto Rico, and the girl with the with the toilet with the the, the collar. All right, so that's my story about Monday night. We we are flooded with feedback. You know, I, right, I wish read there it, was man. a way. We should come up with a way, right, Rich? That hits back. Or condenses all of your feedback into one thing. There's just too much and too many options, too many ways to communicate. Uh, yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. You know what, dude? We haven't even checked Facebook Messenger. Uh, yeah. Spot, why are you making it seem like... Do you go you, to your like Twitter in- inbox? Do you go to your Twitter inbox? Uh, Never! I feel like Facebook and Instagram are, are like integrated at some point. But like, yeah, but Spot, what he's I saying like is our, that... Our point, our problem... Is that we have like ten services we're that we're only people interacting though. with, like, and everyone like wants to use a different service. I know we should streamline. That's what I'm saying. But I feel like people, like, there's people in the chat right now. There's people on the on the Carl page. There's people texting us. It's just very hard to keep up with everything. Yeah. And by the by way, the way, but I love uh, it all. The, I want it all. <laughs> the next time your brother talks shit, can we know people? Discord. Saying, Don't forget. Tell Discord. him, uh, yo, coming from a dude that doesn't have a fucking window in his room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but so far, so good. My brother moved the same time I moved. Um, the only difference is, is he still has his job. And, you know, we're sort of piecing ours together, which is great. Okay, so um, that was Monday. Sports, entertainment, life. Uh, we're going to experiment with some phone calls today, right? Maybe, Spot, if we have time. We have the abilities to take phone calls, guys. Uh, uh, but we are getting tons of feedback the same way on our text message. 412-267-7469. Everything at Covino and Rich. We're relying on you to tell some friends now about the show. You know, subscribe a friend. Get a, get them a $5 subscription because that's something you guys could bond over. Um, yep. You know, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll be honest. I've never bonded more with my family and my brother than I have through the show and because of the show. This yep. show? So if you have a cousin you, you've lost touch with or a brother or an uncle or anybody, a, a, a college pal, a high school friend, you, you get them a five dollars subscription, and now you got some shit to bullshit about. It helps. I think uh, and we're, helps we're in me. a position. We're in a position where, if this continues to grow, and if everyone listening and watching us 
got one other person to jump on board, I think uh, I think we're going to realize that maybe we didn't need anyone all along. Maybe yes. maybe on our own, we could fucking make this happen. So if every single person gets one other person like, hey, you know, the show I always talk about that I love. Why don't you fucking watch it and listen like I do? And if that were if that happened, we'd be in a fucking golden situation. Yo, if that happens, I could get on Cobra or whatever insurance thing is, and uh, I could save my foot from falling off because I got some sort of. Oh, what's on the my ankle. what's the update? I don't know. Wait, I'm, I'm here. Wait, to- a Cobra bit your foot? <laughs> <laughs> wait, what happened? Uh, no, you know what? I reached out to Doctor Tim and Doctor Jeff. Shout out to Doctor Ed and and shout out to my favorite doctor, Doctor Seuss. Um. <laughs> I reached out to them and I showed them a picture of my the butt rash on my ankle as as I showed you yesterday. If you missed it, uh, catch it on uh, demand on our Patreon. Yes, yeah, uh, gross. You know what the uh, the consensus sort of was? Yeah, you're gonna lose your foot. It could be poison ivy or whatever. Could be, but I think it's eczema. And I'm like, eczema? How? Like yeah. stress related. And I'm like, I I feel like I've been more stressed out. And but you know, eczema. I'm fooling myself. My kids, my kids. Uh, I know it's different, but for all the parents out there, did your kid have? Did you? Did Melody have like kids eczema? Like no. my my kids are I've seen it though. Both of my kids are fucking rashy little kids. Where there's a point where Emmy just it went away, but like Ben is always like his skin is rough or he has a little rash. Like that's like you have like kids eczema on your fucking ankle. They, I, I, it came to my attention yesterday that. High stress-related scenarios can cause that sort of thing, you know. And, and obviously, life is a little more stressful than ever for obvious reason. I thought I was doing pretty good, but maybe you bottle things up and things have a weird way of coming out. I still think it's poison something, but Doctor Jeff said it looks like or it could be eczema too. So, you know, I, I could get some sort of steroid cream and get rid of it or whatever. But my point was, if everybody gets a friend, if you tell a friend. You know, we got a nice jump yesterday, man. I was really happy about that. If you tell a friend, you get a friend, get them a subscription. Hey, man, I can save my foot, um, and I can go to the doctor, and we can, can live this life. Do you want? Do you want Cavino, everybody? I just let me make this announcement. I got my foot's looking like Mr. Deeds right now. Look, do, do it's you, black. Do you want? Look, it's black. Do you want Steve Cavino <laughs> to have two feet? Exactly. Exactly. If so. Yeah. Subscribe, uh, get a friend involved. So, Rich, hey, any, someone, uh, any other uh, good feedback before we move yeah, on? Yeah, I want to read it all here. Ahead, Give me man. a second. Uh, this is someone Steve. tell Cavino that on. he doesn't have to identify the Cavino and Rich show. It's a podcast. This people is, see it. People know it. Like some of your old school radio isms aren't necessary. That's not fair. This is Steve Cavino. There's not going to be any new people. Subscribe now. Grab a friend. Tell them how great the show is to save my foot. I think I have eczema. Could be a butt rash on my ankle. I don't know. Rich, give us your heartfelt But I want to keep my foot. So if you tell a friend right now, you could save this little boy's life and his foot. Rich, give a heartfelt testimony. Now, while it would be cool to do a show with a man with one foot, I think we're better off saving Kavino's foot. Tell a friend, like he said. Get someone involved. Share the bond of Kavino and Rich with someone you love. Because no one wants... A one-footed Mexican is coming. <laughs> Please get this nasty foot off my couch. The pirates would really Please. buy into us, though. <laughs> that was your plea spot? Oh. <laughs> Please, get, <laughs> Please get this nasty foot. I didn't even realize that was your plea. <laughs> uh, loving the new Patreon look, guys. That's Jay Kittness up. Uh, let's see. 
Men get fucked over in court all the time. My ex skirts the law and gets away with everything. No, uh, no that's no, from, let's worry about Dr. Seuss books. That's uh, <laughs> that's Miami. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, they're saying that Dr. Oh, Seuss sorry. is way into propaganda. People, oh, uh, people dig it into Dr. Seuss. You know who says stuff like that? Assholes. Well, I mean, hold on. You don't know. I do. By the way, Dave said it's such a slow news day that he's got news for us. Oh, he weighed it? himself before he took a shit and he was 184.3 and then he took a shit and he was 182.4 and he's like, yo, I took an almost two pound shit. It's pretty That's dope. the most massive shit I've ever heard of. <laughs> so Dave, congratulations That's on Long Island. Shit. Congratulations on your shit, Dave. <laughs> Nobody's canceling Dr. Seuss. Rich is right. That's from Jason. They're putting it's the number one story that they're stopping the publishing of some of the classics because okay. of these reasons, not because it's fucking old, not because, ah, you know what, it's just not selling anymore. Because of those reasons, cancel Dr. Seuss is trending. I'm not making it up. I don't care if that's the real story. You know, I'm telling you what's trending. And that's the narrative. That's what people are saying. Think of it what you will. But don't, don't imply Ooh. that it's not happening because it is. All right, Spot, can you look up the boiling frog theory? Someone says this all goes back to the boiling frog theory. This could be a joke or it could be like a real thing. So can you look up the boiling frog theory? Uh, yeah, let me uh, let me look into that. The boiling uh, frog see. theory. While you look that up, I want to say that we're getting a ton of great feedback. I really do appreciate everyone saying what's up. Let's see. Steve, if you lose your foot, could I buy your bike? <laughs> could be no foot and rich. Cavino foot and rich, according to Mark Zito. Do the right thing. Save Cavino's foot. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you have a peg leg, man, what a great, how great would your sea okay. shanty skills be? Oh, Rich was whack, but he got some tail, some tail, because he played the hits. He sailed off on Long Island shore. He dreamed of seeing tits. Okay. For the monthly price of we'll a cup that. of coffee. You can save a man's foot. All right. is, <laughs> Thank uh, you, 760. Thanks, Josh. Here is, um, oh, sorry. Here is the boiling frog theory. All right. It's uh, a frog being slowly boiled alive. The premise that if a frog is put suddenly into boiling water, it will jump out. But if the frog is in tepid water, which is then brought to a boil slowly, it will not perceive the danger and will be cooked to death. It's often used as a metaphor for inability or unwillingness of people to react or to be aware of a sinister threat that arises gradually rather than suddenly. Ah, so so what they're saying, Spot, is that people are slowly throwing these little cancel culture things at us slowly but surely. So we're the frog that's sitting in the water that's getting hotter. Spicy. And we're not realizing all the change that's happening. Is that what he's saying? I believe so. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's what I that's how I interpret it. I don't even know how this started. I just looked up the boiling frog theory. Dying at the testimonies. That's that's from uh, Jake. Let's see. You're Mr. Deeds without the money, Kavino. Sorry. Too soon. Um, Mr. Seeds. Mr. Personally, Peg Lake Kavino would really add to your struggles. That's from Austin. His mate was quite a ladies man with a rocking pompadour. (laughs) Teamed up with Spot thought he was gay and lassies weren't sure. No hose, he got no hose. Reddish beard with his busted toes. No hose. All right, we'll play that later. Sorry. Spot, if Spot, if Kavino loses his foot, can you cook it in your crock pot as part of the original oh, content? That's disgusting. That's the, the boiling foot, the, the crock pot foot theory. Um, I always wanted to save or adopt a little foreign kid. Sure, Kavino, I'll tell a friend. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the best story. They must though. be Canadian. When my dad did that and told me I was having a new brother and he was going to take my room. Remember that story? <laughs> your, remember dad that story? Thought, your dad did the whole like, sponsor kid, but he put a picture on the fridge, right? Yo, my dad was such a like an asshole to me growing up. I mean, I was showered with love, probably too much love, which is why they created this monster, right? Who thinks he's a special Boise. That's the problem with, you know, telling everyone how great they are. They really start to believe that. And then world smacks them upside the head, and, and you got to be humble to reality. And I was, trust me. Um, when I was a kid, I guess my dad wanted to, you know, be that person to provide me with balance because my mom was too much. She was a smother. So my dad wanted to remind me that I wasn't that special. And one day I came home, and it was a picture of, like, this little, like, 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 he looked like Indian to me, right, on the fridge. And where normally my artwork would be or a picture of me would be. And I'm like, who's that? And my dad goes, that's your new brother. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, your mom sponsored a child. I didn't know what that <laughs> meant. This is the 80s, right? So sponsored a child. I go, what does that mean? Yeah, he's writing us letters and everything. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, and he's taking your room. I'm like, what? 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 No. I, I was devastated. This, I was like, this kid? Oh, so yeah. I'm so upset. Is there, you took his picture off the fridge. You're ripping. Yeah, like, I was Fuck so, this little kid. I still have I the visual him. of this kid. Is there, wait, is there a picture? My brother. Is there a picture of the kid? Yo, like, do they have a packet if for this, this kid? If this kid would have just wrote my parents more letters, he could be my brother today. But he didn't. They didn't live up to the uh, program. Yeah. Fuck this little kid. Yeah, I was, I hate so, him. I was so mad about it. I hate him. That was when the whole like sponsoring a child <laughs> was rich. a new thing. And my parents, you know, they wanted to do nice things back then. Now they're bitter and grumpy. But um, back then they wanted to do nice things. Hey, Camino, can you uh, look into the camera and uh, let everyone know that a foot is a terrible thing to waste? <laughs> yes. Can I oh, have wait, music, please? Oh, let me pull up the music for you. Uh, ready? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Steve Cavino of the Cavino and Rich Show. Let me get in tight. And I've come down with a butt rash on my ankle. So your support means the world. For just $5 a month, you could tell a friend and save a foot. Because my foot, it's a terrible thing to waste. Thanks. Perfect. Okay, cool. Okay. It's awesome. Good. It's hard to not smile. Right. And cut. It's hard to cut. And right. cut. Okay, great. <laughs> Got right, it. It's hard. Gold, baby. Gold. It's we'll hard. get him. Gold. It's really good. hard to not smile. Um, but uh, thank you, guys. Hey, Rich. Uh, I know we oh, have tons way, of Camino, feedback. If the, I know earlier this year we lost, uh, you know, who passed away, the clock tower woman. It would We could have hired her to be like, save Camino's foot. Save my foot. By telling a friend. By telling a friend. I could go to the doctor and get it checked out. So thank you very much. Thank you guys for all the support. But oh, but you know what? But we Mark Zito, Mark Zito hit us up and he goes, you know, on the bright side, maybe if you lose a foot, SiriusXM could hire you back for no shoes radio. <laughs> Is that a thing? I think it's like the Jimmy Buffett channel. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> really? Okay, <laughs> no uh, shoes radio, perfect. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. So thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for sponsoring a little uh, half-breed Mexican boy. Appreciate it. 
Uh, thank you for telling friends about it. That's the next step of this, so we can continue and doing the best show ever. Wait till the podcast world gets a load of us, a real show. And save the clock tower. Save my foot. Save the clock tower. Save my foot. Mayor Wilson is sponsoring an initiative. Mayor Wilson sponsoring. Is Goldie Wilson sponsoring your save a foot? Yeah, replace that foot. I have a question now, Rich. <laughs> you know, I, I keep I'm giving you a perfect opportunity to jump in, so I'm double dutching it and jumping in with something uh, something else right now. Oh, by the way, people are saying that the video stream adds such an element to our show. Now, spots ability to screen share, like if we're if we're looking at something. They said their productivity at work is going to be terrible now because they're going to have to pay attention even more. So yeah, thanks, so. Ryan. Oh, yeah, it's fun, man. You're I, I enjoyed it. You're welcome. You could see. I uh, thought you were about to do a shanty. You could see huh. some oh, of the footage. Oh, no. At Covino and Rich. We're posting little snippets here and there of our Patreon show at Covino and Rich mm -hmm. on Instagram. And last night, I did another episode of Los Lonely Fans. I, uh, I did a little Instagram live from. The house that Wyman built, the house that ESPN built uh, from my new pad that I bought prematurely before I knew I was going to lose my job. Oh, so, so before well, I had any inkling whatsoever <coughs> that we were going to lose our job. Watch, watch it and enjoy it. And, right. Because uh, so, you, might you might never see it again. I did my best of answering some questions and just like having fun yesterday, trying to stay interactive, putting myself out there a little more, Rich, um, for the greater good and trying to get, you know, people everything they can for their money just trying to kill time yeah. to get to the weekend whatever makes put it this way what i did yesterday on los lonely fans which is yeah. instagram at covino and rich you could see it there was better than the bachelor last night i bet i thought without so. the drama then what is the bachelor right i thought so uh so i have a question to ask you please do and then i, I gotta tell you about a major discovery that i mean i sort of knew but i i, I want to break it down well, let's and do I have, that uh, i'll get to my question next go ahead tell me okay now, major discovery I made last night, guys. Um, major discovery? Major discovery? It's a great How I Met Your Mother joke. I I'm glad you're in on it. Now, by the way, if you're hobbling around on one foot, mm -hmm. are you going to get more complaints from your HOA? Like some guys <laughs> on one foot, like bouncing around yeah, up that, there? That, that uh, peg leg on that marble floor is really going to make a sound. Now, whoa, he saw no tits. He right, walked with Piper and he picked up shits. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. So yesterday, I'm, uh, I stopped at Cabela's on my drive home. You should have went to Cabezas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, bro. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, bro. Cabezas because he's got a huge melon. Because he's got yeah. a huge melon. Look at that thing. I know, bro. Oh, Good one, bro. All the Mexicans at the store start mopping and cleaning up because, yo, the boss is here. <laughs> Who's that? Cabezas. Cabezas. Oh, shit. Mm. Hey, welcome to Cabezas. <laughs> 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 Rich, went, Rich, Rich went there for a 20 gallon hat um, no I, my, my father-in-law was there so I, I picked them up whatever irrelevant they're selling Girl Scout cookies outside right yeah. and I'm like it's the season to eat some Girl Scout cookies and feel shitty about yourself because who doesn't love Girl Scout cookies now for me not to go dummy fishing but I think it's obvious the best ones are Probably Samoas and Thin Mints, right? 
Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I without, agree with you. Without question. League leaders, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's other there's other good ones. Tagalongs and the little, uh, what, are, what would you call them? The little, what flat, are the not pe- flatbreads, the little. Uh, shortbreads? Shortbreads, the, yeah. They, there's a lot of great ones. The lemon ones are really good. And what are the chocolate covered ones with peanut butter on the inside? What are those? Are those Tagalongs? Hey, Rich, Might I want to know, did you go to Cabela's just to get the cookies or, or some sort of rifle to blow? <laughs> good one, bro. <laughs> it was, though. Oh, that was good. Rich, Rich, Rich went in there with his camo outfit. And what are those things you call those rubber boots? Those rubber boots that you wear? What are like galoshes? No, that people wear when they're going like duck hunting and shit. What are those things called? Those big, Rich went in there like he was like a rootin' tootin' Texas guy walking into Cabell's, but he was really going there for the Thin Mints. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, what are you here for? Oh, I'm not here. I'm just here because there's a Girl Scout cookie stand out front. <laughs> All right, here's what we got. We got our, oh, what are toast yays? Wait, hold on, spot. Thin Mints? As you, as you throw that down, I got, yeah, I got Thin Mints right here in front of me. Here, go to me for a second. I want to show you something. Because I am... So torn about how many thin regionally mints in a sitting. You know what I do, Spot? You know what I do, Rich? I take those thin mints and I eat them two or three at a time, make them some fat mints. I like yeah. fat. Let me tell yeah. you. Uh, I know many fat. people say putting them in the freezer is the go to. I could get with that. I think thin mints in the freezer brings it to a whole new level. But here's the thing you may know this and you may say, Rich, this is common fucking knowledge. But the Girl Scouts have two bakeries that make their cookies. And depending on where you live, you're provided your Girl Scout cookies by that bakery. Now, Spot, there's a there's a, a map of the United States, and it shows color-coded which of the two bakeries provide your Thin Mints. In Texas, this is what Thin Mints look like. What the fuck is that? They have, like they, have, they have dots and ridges on them. It's and like a McDonald's look, look at the box. cookie. It looks like an this, old school McDonald's cookie. That's a Thin Mint, which, Four. by the way, is from the, a different bakery than the one that's in Los Angeles, New York, and New Jersey. What so you're, of, I saw what, this, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? All right, so here's, this ain't a fucking Thin Mint. So, yeah, here are the two bakeries. ABC Bakers is the yeah. orange, and Little Brown Bakers is the green. So if you see spot, Los Angeles is in the green. Go up a little bit. See, Los Angeles is green. Yeah. And the Northeast where we grew up, look, New York and New Jersey is green. So we are used to a different type of Thin Mint, right? Yeah. We now have- in Texas, see Austin, where I'm at right now? Orange. Yeah, orange. Wait a second. Yeah, orange. look right here. Thin Mints. Crunchier. You're used, aren't you used to the one on the right, Cavino? That's the, and it's, it, this it tastes is a thin different. Mint. 100%. This is a Thin Mint. Yeah. Oh my God! I feel the ingredients and the taste are different. The Girl Scouts feel- have two providers, and depending on where you live, now Spot, don't scroll quite yet because I'm going to show you something else that blew my fucking mind. I feel but as I open my other box. Here we go. One second now. Sorry. All right, I look what I got in my up. hand, buddy boy. I just fuck something up. Hang on. Look, look, look what I have here now. Let me go to you. Girl Scout cookies were blowing minds. Rich was blowing 45s. <laughs> this. Dude, what the fuck? What the fuck is a caramel delight? This is not a Samoa. It looks different and tastes different. If you go back to your chart right under Thin Mints spot, this is also different. It's, it, I mean, they taste good, but I mean, this is not a Samoa. 
Texans yeah. are down, are so. deep throating caramel delights. So yeah, which is deep throating guns. <laughs> 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 yeah, the Samoa. Oh my God, they're so different. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, Rich. The Thin Mints one blows you're my blow, mind. I only know mind. the chocolate on the right. The richer, yeah, me too. smoother. No. no. Cho- and that's no. and that's all I want. I want chocolate. I want chocolate. No, no, Scott, scroll down, scroll down one tick because if you can see Thin Mints and can you, is there a screenshot where you can put Thin Mints and uh, there you go, right there, yeah, perfect. Right there. They can get them both in. Yeah, I got the left column, the Thin Mint with the fucking dots and ridges, and I got the tag along where in my mind I thought I was getting Thin Mints and the fucking Samoas. So I guess it's like you know good problems to have, but Texas has the wrong Girl Scout cookies. I'm losing a foot, bro. I'm just saying. Let's let's you know. I got the wrong cookies, bro. <laughs> Guy's worried about his foot. Hey, yo, uh, Rich. I, yeah. I'm, I'm serious question. Do you lose? Although different, are you okay. losing out on delicious flavorings? They're not as good. They're not. I mean, it, it, really? it, could, okay. it could be that you're just not used to it. But I know what a Samoa and a Thin Mint taste like. Right. They're fantastic. Maybe, maybe, tangle- but maybe there's two better other options that we don't know about. So now the tag along. Is good. It's a, it's close enough to the Samoa, but I'm telling you, these bunk Thin Mints with like the ridges on it are not. Yeah. They're not as good as the no, Thin Mints. They're not. They just the not. It's, my it's like a chocolate yeah, cookie. Fuck those Thin Ruffles have ridges, not my Thin Mints. So yeah, and spot real quick to be uh, you know because I'm sure people don't want to talk about Girl Scout cookies for an hour, but nah, go I back agree. to that chart and there's other ones too because not everyone just loves those. But if you go back, every Girl Scout cookie you know has two names and two looks depending on where you live. So your whole life. You might be thinking to yourself, oh, yeah, fucking tag-alongs. No. All right, so we got... You know what this is like, Rich? It's like when we were kids, and you had two of the same baseball cards, but one was Canadian, and it didn't say Don Russ. It said Leaf on it. You're like, what the fuck? S'mores are the same. Thin Mints the same. Caramel... Yeah, we know this one. This is a classic difference. Caramel Delights and Samoas. Yeah. These are the ones I love. Tag-alongs. They're They're called peanut butter patties around this part of town, Spot. I love tagalongs, the the chocolate and uh, peanut butter. Mind blown. Dosey Dose versus peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah, we don't have Dosey Dose here in Texas. You should have a Dosey Dose. Trefoils. Trefoils. just does the Dosey Dose. Versus shortbread. By the way, uh, weirdly enough, this is my niece's favorite cookie out of all the cookies she could have. Shortbread? She loves the shortbread cookie. Weird. These are fantastic. The Savannah Smiles. But they're lemonades. They're different. Like a, they're that compl- sounds like a porn star. I know. Savannah <laughs> smiles. Savannah. Yeah, Savannah smiles. Uh, loves. I, uh, I think I saw her blown at loves last DPS. Night. Seriously, Jeez. I didn't know that was a cookie. Oh man! So, just a little fun fact of uh, uh, dropping knowledge on you. Now, I, Spot, I know you talked about different store brands where, like, on the East Coast, like versus the West Coast, there's certain brands that look the exact same, but it's actually different names. Yeah, like you've talked about that with like. Oh yeah, condiments and shit, right? Well, uh, the biggest one is yeah, uh, mayonnaise. The biggest, like Hellman's, right? Hellman's, Hellman's, and Best Foods. So uh, I think it's the Colorado, uh, the Colorado River. Flex cam. So flex cam. Oh sorry, flex cam. Sorry, I'm talking to you guys. Uh, so to the east of the Colorado River, <laughs> it's Hellman's, and to the west of the Colorado River, it's Best Foods, and it's the same exact thing. And you know what I noticed during the Super Bowl. When there were commercials, I think actually was it Amy Schumer was in the Hellman's commercial this year. Mm-hmm. It was a Best Foods commercial <clears throat> out here. I imagine everywhere else in the country it was a, a Hellman's commercial. Yeah, but here it's Best Foods because that's what people know. It's not Hellman's, and that blew my mind. And that's the one big thing I noticed moving from east to west. 
Hey, by the way, Spot, are we getting? Are people getting audio only right now? They shouldn't be. Why? Yeah. I got like two people saying, "Uh, actually, just one now saying video is early, but now it's audio only." Or is that person just dumb? Maybe they're watching the wrong feed. Maybe they're watching know. the wrong feed. Yeah, they're probably watching the wrong feed. Operator error, bro. That's a lot of the confusion. I'm sorry to call it out. You, you thought I was being offensive yesterday when I wasn't. Um, no, no, you weren't being offensive. You were being truthful, but people are generous enough to want to be part of this. So I, we can't be like, hey, dummy, operator error, when the reality is that's what it is, right? You didn't say that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yo, mind blown. My mind is blown. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. Not, know. You know what? Because I was, last I night, I last night difference. after dinner, I, last night. Did it, you say this before? Didn't you make this observation like years I, ago? Maybe it's not. I, I didn't. This isn't your know, first rodeo in Texas. I I didn't know that it was across the board with all cookies. I just thought they had maybe different names. I was unaware of the bakeries, perhaps. Because last night after dinner, I said to my father-in-law, "I said, Mike, want to break open those Thin Mints and uh." have a little Thin Mints and maybe have a, a drink or a coffee or something. And he's like, yeah, Rich, that sounds good. We open up the that Thin Mints and I'm good, like, Rich. well, I'll tell you, I really love uh, Savannah Smiles. Rich was like, <laughs> Rich, Rich didn't know it was a cookie. <laughs> yeah. What? Are you and I'm thinking to myself, like, what are these? Dude. These chocolate cookies with like ridges around the outside with dots all over them. Like, this isn't a Thin Mint. These Gosh. are not what I, well, this is. So there you go. Little Thin Mint action. Wow. I gotta tell you, Savannah Smiles really fills me up, <laughs> man. What? I, I'll Mike? tell you, when I'm feeling lonely, and you know, especially when Wifey's gone, I'll tell you, Rich, uh, nothing like you know, little Savannah Smiles to put a smile on my face. Rich is like, <laughs> what are they talking about? What? The, but what the, yeah, what are they, I mean, what? The, what? What? Caramel delights. Rich is on Pornhub. <laughs> Savannah. Rich was googling Savannah Smiles. Smiles. Rich was on OnlyFans looking for Savannah Smiles. No, I'm talking about the cookie, Rich. What were you thinking? Hey, by the way, did, did you? Uh, I I feel like. Uh, uh, and by the way, please don't take this as a criticism. Is it on me? No, no, Kavino. Okay. Good. I feel like uh, your daughter never did Girl Scouts or any like selling stuff for like sports or teams or anything like that. Like not yet, at least, right? Like you, you never got her involved in Girl Scouts or like soccer or or softball or anything like that, right? It's not a criticism. She's not into that shit. I mean, you can't criticize me if she's not into it. No, no, I'm, I'm just yeah. saying. So, like, you, because I, I see all these kids, and I'm like, I'm like, I guess those days are coming where I'm going to be standing outside of Cabela's selling Girl Scout cookies with yeah. Emmy, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, and she then, does other things. And then there's, and then there's my niece who does like everything. Yeah, Girl Scouts, dance, Girl but Scouts, like Emmy, like yeah, yeah. Uh, sports, softball, soccer, everything. I mean, I'm sure Melody's done fundraisers for like dance studios and things like that, but um, yeah, no, nothing like that. I mean, but neither mm. did any one of my sisters or any of that stuff. By the way, Rich, I never had a sister. So I what's normal sisters. to you? It's normal to you. They've never been a brownie. Yeah. They've never been a Girl Scout. Uh, you know, it was just brought to my attention recently, and I said it on this show when we were on Sirius XM. I just saw a picture for the first time in my life of my dad dressed as a Boy Scout. I'm like, Dad, you were a cu- Boy Scout? Cub Scout? Whatever. I don't yeah. know. And he's like, yeah, hey, whoa. I'm like, you never told me that ever. Not once. Well, I, um, I think about but it. I never did any of that. My sisters never did anything like that. My brother never yeah, did anything like that. So I'm not really surprised by that. No. So I'm saying when you don't do it, you have no instinct to do it for your kids. Like my, my brother-in-law. I mean, if, she, if she was into it, I would. But My brother-in-law has my nephew signed up for zero sports. And I'm like, yo, he's like a fucking yeah, 10-year-old but boy. I didn't know the kid is into that whatsoever. But the kid I, I would, doesn't I know what be, the, uh, no, I'd no, no. be super Hope, stoked no. if Melody was into no. softball or something, no, no, but she's no. not. A kid 
a kid doesn't know what they're into, which is why you sign them up, and then if they don't like it, they could quit if they give it a chance. Oh, well, you how do you know they didn't do that? I signed up Melody for certain things. She just Melody didn't like played it. softball. Not softball. She doesn't like it. She went so- to soccer. Yeah, but- didn't like it. When did Melody play soccer? I don't know. She did. She didn't like it. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just saying, like my my when she was like my f- nephew four or five. I don't know. I'm saying my nephew is inv- it was never signed up for any sports, and. It's because his dad's not into sports. So there's a part of me that's like, well, I got his dad's you, not into sports. So you, like you say, like you, you don't mean to criticize, and I take that respectfully, but sure. you're very judgy about shit like that. And it comes across. And I can right, hear good. it. Oh, it's the first fight. No, it is. He's very judgy. Good. good? You, I mean, you sound a little like a little judgy, but I'm not being oh, sensitive. Like Judge Judy tell. or Judge Wapner or Judge Reinhold or uh, Aaron Judge. Which judge? <laughs> I'm just saying you sound I'm, not, I'm not being judgy I'm just <laughs> saying like, I, I mean, not even about me about your brother-in-law and shit <laughs> oh, no. like maybe the kid doesn't like fucking softball how do you know how do you know if the kid doesn't like it if you don't because let him try it because kid becomes their own kid you know what they like you, you yeah. really four, sound yeah, ignorant four, yeah five, five years old they know what they want yeah you sound like, ignorant you, you, you do sign them up for things I'm not denying that and you let them figure it out but if they don't like it you know what's in if, a kid's wheelhouse or not you know you know what? what they're into or they're not you know, why, no kids, why don't you send, uh, you know, Ben to a fucking a cooking class? How do you I know would. He's not into I it? would if, if he right. if he could. If, or no. Oh, by the way, if if uh, if my kid doesn't like it, they don't have to keep doing it. No kid wants to take piano lessons or guitar lessons or anything like that. But you know what? You sign them up, and then if they like it, they stick with it. And if after a little while they gave it a shot and they don't like it. Then they're but allowed you know to quit. That. But you know your kid is either musically inclined or not. You know if they're right. into it or they're not. Yeah, and right. yes, I agree with you. You sent them to that. But, you know, I sent my kid to piano lessons. She didn't like it. So that's where it ends. Yeah, you like know that. what I mean? Like, I'm not saying you don't do that, but I feel like you're a little judgy about kids that aren't playing sports or doing what you think is normal to them. Like, no one in my family ever did Girl Scouts. You find that weird. That's just my normal. You know, so... I can, you you could hear the judgy in your voice, even though you're saying it's not a criticism. You wouldn't have presented it in that way if it wasn't. You know, well, all right, not maybe it is a criticism. Does that stuff. Not why, because what's normal for you, what might be right for you, may not be right for some. That's just how it is. So I just forced my boys. Odd, I forced. Uh, I forced my kids in an early age to try every sport. That's fine. I mean, and, forced them is a little weird, but okay. And, uh, well, no, it's not because they don't have the ability to make decisions. They're a child. Forcing your kid? I, I would say that's an unpopular sentiment. No, it's Forcing not. Forcing your kid to play some shit that he doesn't want to play? Okay. I would Is your five-year-old going to say, hey, Dad, sign me up for basketball? He doesn't fucking know that there's basketball, so no you have told, to no do it. No one forced me to do anything. I fucking signed up myself for soccer. I said, Mom, I want to play soccer. I said, yo, guys, I'm 10 years old. Can I join Little League? I did it on my own. Because okay. I knew this one. You're the, my you're, you're the fucking greatest guy on earth. It's the truth. No one forced me to do anything. <laughs> I, maybe you're I am. Insane. Maybe you're I insane. Am. Maybe I am. No one forced me to do anything ever. How no the one. fuck would my daughter know to sign because up for dance class brain. or soccer class? Because they have friends or and they have a brain and they're, and they're into things. I'm not saying you don't encourage your kid. You absolutely, you know, you could encourage them down a certain direction. You could encourage them to do these things, and then you I see signed what up. they're inclined to do and what they're into or not. I played 
sports as a kid because my parents signed me up for it and no, I ended I up loving it. And my if I didn't love it, then I would have stopped. But I wasn't going to be like, hey, mom, can you sign me up for a little league? That's what hey, a parent just does. Just because you're a pea brain and don't have a mind of your own doesn't make it right for me. No one ever signed ever me up. Really? The dumbest statement you've ever said. How's it dumb when it's the, <laughs> the truth? No a one five-year-old could a fi- No one ever said Listen to yourself. Okay. Listen to myself. What? About my truth? You know my truth. No one ever signed me up for anything. I chose the things that I wanted to sign myself up for. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, mom, sign me up for baseball when you're five. You're right. Yeah. You're five years you're old and you're like, mom. Just because you were picking your nose and eating it and you still do doesn't mean that that's not the truth. It's the truth. You're the, the greatest kid of all time. I, 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 I wish I would have met you 20 years younger. You I would have known the greatest kid ever. You wouldn't be the Goonberger you are right oh, now. I can tell great. you that. Oh, this is fucking great. But it's the truth. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hold on. Here. Yeah, you I, know what? I, Emmy's going to come up to me and be like, hey, yes, Dad, she's here's, gonna the, have here's, her the forms, own here's the forms for uh, yes. Little League. Yes. Yeah, can you yes. sign them, Dad? Because all the kids in school are doing it. You think I forced Melody into dance class? The little kids in her class are all like getting uh, flyers and pamphlets, and, and they're all doing it. And so they're talking about, like, yeah, we're in dance class. And then a kid comes home, and they're like, yeah, I like to dance. Hey, I think I might want to do this. And then you encourage them, or you could suggest it, and you could see. You know, I'm not saying you don't sort of push them in a direction. Yeah, you could do that too. But you have uh, an understanding of what your kids' talents and, and interests are. You just aren't giving them a chance to because she's little. She's three. Yeah, she'll figure it out. Yes, she will. I signed myself up. No one told me to sign up for Little League. I brought a fucking flyer home, and I said, Mom, I want to join the team. That's the truth. I ain't making that shit up. Pea brain. Yo, life ain't Uh, fucking Cobra Kai. Kids around town are not being like, I want to sign up for karate. Your parents parents sign kids up for shit. I'm not saying they don't. Did I ever once say they don't? I never you said might be the one. You might be the one greatest kid, Kavino, because I guarantee of people listening right now. Maybe I was. I'll take that. I would say nine out of ten people right now. Listen, I'll take their that. parents signed them up for shit and they liked it or didn't like it. No kid says, hey, mom, I'm four and I want piano lessons. The mom or dad says, no, shit. Hey, why don't we? I did that. And then, you know, if your kid likes it or not, <laughs> I mean, who didn't do that? You know, who said that that's not the case? Who said that's not the case? Nobody. But you're very judgy when a kid doesn't do what Rich thinks what normal is. I could see it. I could feel it. You were saying it about your brother-in-law. I didn't even take anything personal. I didn't take it. I took it. When you're talking about your brother-in-law, it came across that way. My daughter is going to be four years old in two months. Mm-hmm. She, you think She'll tell you she wants to take dance lessons eventually. You think She's not her own brain. You think that she'll be? You aware. think kids don't have their own brain? They do. You think? You think she'll be like, "Mom, yeah. Dad, um, 100%. sign me up for sign me up for soccer." Well, if she's anything like, like like her blockhead of a dad, if she's a chip off the old blockhead, maybe not. But if she's like her mom, yeah, she'll have her own interests, and she'll be like, "Yo, I want to cheerlead," and she's not going to need you to tell her what to do because she's going to be her own person. I don't think you grasp that in your pea brain. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. You have a pea right. brain. Yeah, hey, you spot, your, on your spot, your spot, uh, your your nieces and nephew. They signed up for all their own stuff, right? It's not like your aunt. It's not like your brother and sister in law said, "Hey, let's point. get the kids involved." Right? They get no, to a no. point. I, you think Melody was like that? I want to take piano classes. I put her in piano classes. I put her into art class. But you have an understanding of what they're into. I sent her to soccer practice. She didn't like it. That's just how it is. Yeah, like she I, had no interest. I did. I did the scouts for a while, and I got to a certain point, and then it, like camping was involved. <laughs> And yeah. I was a completely different person back then. Like I've 
I've pulled the complete you were 180. You more of a glamper. I was, yeah, I was very, like, cons- like reserved as a child, very right. shy. I hated outdoors. I still can't poop in outhouses. And I, just going on camping trips, I were miserable. Now I love it. Now I fucking love cabins now, and see? tents and exactly. all that shit. But, like, back then, I hated it. I hated the, the elements. And it got to a certain point where I'm like, I just, I can't. Like I'm not progressing yeah. in the scouts. By the way, Steve, and I'm like, it, it's just it's lame. Steve so I just Corvette, stopped. Steve Colvett is totally like falling into the rich sort of Tom Sawyer, uh, flipping the script of the conversation to his advantage. That's horseshit. I never said you don't guide your kid and you don't encourage your kid, or maybe sign them up for what you think they might like. I've never said that. But your kid will eventually, you know, get themselves involved to, in what they want to do. You know, and you can't force them to do things they don't want to do. You, oh, could, spot. you, you could take them there, but they're not going to want to do it. And if you're forcing them, you're, you're going to get negative results. It's just how it is. We all played okay. Little League with some little dipshit who shouldn't have been in the outfield. But his parents was for, were forcing them. And they learned something. Uh, yeah, they learned that they were fucking, you know, goofy. And he probably should have been somewhere else. And it wasn't a happy moment for them. Yeah, they learned something. But back then, it probably wasn't a lesson that they needed. Not, I don't think so. You're going against your complete theory of Little League now. No. There were certain kids that sucked. There were certain kids that shouldn't have been there. There's a difference. Big time difference. Not at all. Yeah. Completely. Hey, by the way, Spock, can you look up, can you look up unparenting? Uh, sure. There's someone we know down here in Texas, like a coworker of someone we know that does this thing where they unparent their kids and the whole theory of unparenting. I'm not saying you do this, so fucking keep your pants on or take them off. We have a video stream. Might get more people. I'll take them off. Um, Unparenting. Unparenting spot to the effect where they get this. Here's some of the things I've heard this family does. It's on the screen in front of you, Rich. All right, well, let's read some of these, but I'll tell you, let's see. They, they can come to an agreement if they have different opinions. Like you, you try to reason with your kid and be like, let's come to an agreement, little kid, instead of just being like, no, this is how we operate. Death. Parents and kids are allies. Oh, that's bullshit. I mean, this is horseshit. What does that have to do with anything? They accept each other without reservation and do not try well, to push each other. What does this have to do with the price of bananas? Both can Hold have on. what they need and remain authentically themselves. I'll tell you and what it has to do with anything. Their time together is you, not a you, constant you, struggle. You, you preface this conversation with, this is not a criticism, which automatically well, says that I, it could be I, taken as one. I also and you, and you I insinuated also, that my kid never did Girl Scout shit, so that must be weird because it could be a criticism. No one in my family has ever done any sort of Girl Scout shit, so is that weird? To no. you, it might be. To me, it is not. Um, and by the way, the unparenting thing, I made sure to say this has nothing to do with you. Um, I shifted gear slightly. Okay, but. Unparenting, there's people that go to the extreme of what you're saying. You're saying, like, yo, you know your kid, let them figure out. There's people that are like, hey, um, we made we we made food, it's in the fridge. Hey, kid, eat whenever you feel like you want to eat. Or hey, if you don't want it, when you want to learn how to fucking read, uh, I'm not gonna read your books. You tell me, mom, I want to learn how to read. Uh, there, there's people that I mean, have dumb. this unparenting approach of parenting where it's like unparenting, That's where your and kid, your and I never kid, you said don't, like, don't encourage your kid to try new things. I mean, I never said that once. I'm, I'm just saying, saying there are people. You were also that saying are people. I, 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 my parents forced me to do shit. They never forced me to do anything. Never, not once, ever. There, there's people though that not only don't force their kids, they leave it all up to their kids, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna be the unparenting parents. Hey, whenever you want to go to sleep, that's when you go to sleep, little Gregors, because 
you get to choose your bedtime. What do you want to eat for dinner? If you really want to eat just cookies and mac and cheese, sure, little Gregors, because it's your choice. Like unparenting is a strategy that maniacs use. And uh, I'm just saying that's the extreme of what you're saying. No, it's not. But I, I, I completely agree with all the other shit you're talking about. Uh, so I'm on your team, and I do agree with the unparenting thing. That sounds like horseshit to me. Um, but the other stuff is you not realizing that your kids are going to have their own brain, and they're going to make their own decisions before you know it. And they're going to have their own interests and likes and dislikes. No matter where you force them, uh, it, it's not going to pan out the way Rich wants it to. And you can encourage your kid, and you could sign them up. That's, there's no crime in that. I never said once that there was. But I listened closely, and I understood what my kid was into. And she was not into playing softball and things like that at all. Now, now you people know, with are, me on the front lawn, yeah, maybe. But as far as people, doing that in a competitive way, not even an ounce. And I'm a kid who grew up playing baseball. So I'm very aware of her wanting or not wanting to do that. People, people that are agreeing with you are, are just getting it twisted. And no, I'll explain no, why. No, no, no. You're twisting your words. No, man. no, no. You started no. this with there's something odd about a kid not doing those things. Just because, right, well, you know, yeah. Rich and his family did that doesn't make it the normal no, no, no. way. I agree. I stand by that statement. What I'm saying is people are getting it twisted when they're talking about ages. Let me explain. This guy hitting us up from 626. I don't think he's getting it twisted. I think you're twisting your shit. You don't even know what he said. So how do you know? Yeah, tell me. He starts talking about his kids who are 11 years old. And the minute he said that, 11 is way different than four or five years old. When you introduce kids to stuff, an 11-year-old can make up their opinion. You have a, your daughter's 11. I'm talking about soccer, yeah, little league, is Girl 11, Scouts, so maybe I Cub know, Scouts. Maybe I understand a little something. And I know when they get to a certain age... It's a little past Emmys, but you're not that far off. She's going to tell you she don't want to do that shit. And you're going to be like, what? But I wanted you to play softball. You don't think I wanted my kid to play softball? But I accepted that she'd rather go to art class. That's cool with me. I don't care. So you, you were very critical to your brother-in-law about his son not playing sports. He well, knows he, he's gonna, that he, his son he, is well, not his into son, sports. His son, will be, his son will, is missing out on it. And his son will, will eventually get to a point where he's like, hey, Dad, I want to join some sports. If he wants to. Well, because he understands his son more than you understand his son. Maybe there's a chance of that. Or is that impossible because it's not what's normal for Rich? Because Rich played Little League. I think you're a little off. Yeah, you encourage kids. You could show them. You could lead them to what? You could, you could lead them uh, to, to water. But you're not going to make them drink. You know, who, you know the kid that was never involved in anything in school, like the girl that was never in dance class, the girl that didn't play soccer, the, the kid that never played Little League or PAL uh, basketball or Pop Warner football. You know that little kid that was never involved in anything, right? They weren't in band. They didn't play an instrument. They didn't sing know. in the choir. Looking back, I don't you know, know that what kid? they were into. Uh, maybe. Yeah, there was the Jehovah's Witness kid. That kid? Yeah, I know that kid. Yeah, but what, no, I'm saying the kid that was hardly involved in anything, meaning like, yeah, you know, that kid's. That kid isn't in sports. That kid's not in music. It's usually like the, the, like the foreign kid whose yeah, parents couldn't the read the flyers. Parents, it's usually kids whose parents are sort of like really uninvolved or not there. They're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, because if you don't have the ability to, because having your kid in sports and all these things involve commitment, right? How many parents listening right now are like, yeah, dude, my weekend consists of driving my kids to baseball practice, dance class, dance tournaments, and soccer, travel, travel soccer. Like, it's a, it's a commitment. That, but has, there's nothing wrong with that. 
they have a type of kid that is into that shit. You know, I don't but think I'm saying you can't force nine out of 10. I'm going to say nine out of 10 times that misfit kid that's not into sports, doesn't play an instrument, doesn't misfit kid doesn't see what you're saying. I, I hate to shame on you. I hate to shame on you. Misfit kid. Yeah. Just because he's not into sports doesn't mean he's a misfit kid. Yeah, he is. No. If a kid That's is not, not true. into I said, I said, I said, and I'm a sports, and I'm a big sports fan. I said fan. sports and music. If a kid. How do you know that kid's in, not home with a fucking electric guitar? He's like, he doesn't want to play the trumpet. You I know what said, I mean? Like, are you if serious? A kid, if a kid is not into sports or music and they don't, they don't do any extracurriculars as a little kid. It's because their parents have not introduced it because up until when the kid's your daughter's age, right? Let's make this very clear. Your daughter's 11. Yeah, she is. She's like her own little woman now, dude. She's, yeah, she's put, put on she, makeup being like, dad, take a picture of me. She's, uh, she's a, a little girl. She's a preteen. I get it. Big yeah, difference. But she's been in the same art class and the same dance classes since she was like four or five years old. Since she's like four or five. So this you doesn't know? apply to you. This doesn't apply to you. If no, your daughter didn't do art. She's music. in something called, uh, she hasn't gotten in a few years, but it's like girls club and things like that, you know, like, so, but so if she wasn't involved in any of that, right. Then this applies to you. This doesn't apply to you. I'm not I'm saying, saying it applies to me. I'm saying that I don't agree with you. I'm not saying it applies to me. What offended me the most is what you were saying about your, your nephew. You, you, you don't know what your kid's going to be into. You just don't. And you can force them all day. It <sighs> doesn't mean they're going to be into it. I, I never saw my parents force anything on my siblings, any of us, ever. We all had our own interests, and they encouraged them. That's Anyone it. that says I'm off the mark is I dumb. think you are off the mark, 100%. Like, and, and, and you think it's a misfit if Ben's not playing soccer and if Emmy's not in the Girl Scouts because that's what's normal to you. That shit was never no a normal part of my life. Not one of my sisters did that. And I don't, I'm not saying you're odd if you did. I love the Girl Scouts. I think it's great. If Melody wanted to be in the Girl Scouts, I would be like super, super duper. High spot. Jamie in Boston saying, can't wait till Emmy tells Rich she doesn't want to play sports. I, I wouldn't care. I just, I just want her to be involved in something. And I, I also That's can't wait till saying. she says the only dads that find me cool are, are white dads in Calabasas. That's true, man. <laughs> It's true. It's true. I'm with Rich on this one. Put up a poll. See who's right. Okay. Seriously, you guys just need to fuck. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> why, I, I'd like to know why. Uh, why your nephew is a misfit kid because he's not on the soccer team. Maybe he doesn't like soccer. Maybe his dad had to talk him. Hey, you want to sign up for sports? You think his dad never had a never brought that up once? Hey, you want to join like a club or something? You know they ever came up, or is he the unparent? All right. Well, you know what? I guess my daughter is going to grow up a hell of a lot in the next year for her to make all these own decisions yep. on her own. She will. She'll have her own brain, her own personality, uh, her own likes and dislikes. And which can, she does, but she's also her. she's also three and a half. Yeah. Well, she'll get there. She will. You know, Melody was in all sorts of music classes and little kid things when she was three and four too. She doesn't do those things anymore. She did all sorts of things at three and four that I, that I would bring her to that she no longer does. Kids who uh, go through unparenting end up doing things like joining Antifa. Let's say uh, okay, well, unparenting, unparenting would not involve ignoring but teaching Rich, life skills. But Rich brought this from your kid not doing what you think is normal or what you want them to do to unparenting. 
Like, what did unparenting have to do with any of this shit? Just because they're not doing what you find to be normal doesn't mean, like, you're unparenting, not even, like, in the ballpark. Like, listen to your kid. Actually, you know what? Gary Vaynerchuk went on this whole rant the other day. He's like, how many kids, how many kids does he have? Kid. He goes, I don't care if my kid's an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. Listen to your kid. Let them do what they're meant to do, not what you think is normal for them because it was normal for you. That's one of the biggest mistakes in parenting. Listen to your kid. I'm not saying you're a bad parent by any means, but you had, you're forcing your kid to do shit that they don't want to do? I haven't forced my kids to do anything, but I'm going to introduce them to everything, and if they don't like it, they hey don't man, have to do it, but I'm you have quoting, to introduce them. I'm quoting. You know who I'm quoting? You. I signed my boys up at five for sports, even though they didn't ask. If I would have waited, they would be behind. They would be. They would be way behind in their skill set. That's fine. No one. Nothing's wrong with that. I never said not to do that. That's from I'm Drew. I'm just saying that no one ever signed me up. I signed my. I asked my parents to sign me up. Hey guys, I want to do this. By the way, if you want to try phone calls, um, I have an idea. Yeah, let's try. Why this, not? This we're could be, we're this, learning this together. All right, hey, I think, I, think I have an idea. I know. Okay, so we have our number, right? Yeah. Which is in the upper corner of your screen that's our text number it's also receives phone calls it's a google voice number okay if you text that number saying i want to say something call me i can go through and then just call people and then we can put them on the air rather than them flooding us with phone calls how do you feel about oh that? You, you could call them yeah oh, that's fascinating them. okay yeah how do you feel about that i can th- th- i think we want to try that for today i just came up with that yeah let's, let's do it <laughs> sorry I mean, if someone, I mean has, to do it on the fly. if someone has something specific they want to say, like Becky Stork says, what's up, Bexter? Wait till Emmy wants to pick out her own outfits. Mine started fighting me, with me over that at four years old. If they have the abilities to say, no, I don't want to wear the trolls. I want to wear Elsa at four. She does that gonna, all the time. Well, then what do you think? She's not going to be like, no, dad, I don't like soccer. I want to do this. Yeah, but if she doesn't know, or I don't or like isn't it your job to introduce? I want to do cooking. Yes, okay. it is your job. I never once go back, go back. Never once did I say, you don't encourage your kid to try new things. Never once. Been there, done that, did everything. And you have a quick understanding of what they're into and what they're not. Because they show interests in certain things. That's what makes them them and not you. And it's, it is, it's a tough pill to swallow sometimes because you as a parent want them to live a similar life that you lived because it worked for you or you felt good about it or you had fond memories. But that shit, they don't care about. You know, so you got to encourage what they're into. And, and you could encourage them or try to introduce okay. them to other things. But at the end of the day, they're just not going to be into it. More so than ever, kids are more independent and they're smart thinkers. All right, I'm going to sit back and just eat this bunk Thin Mint. Spot, you want to try a phone call? Yeah. Is this Austin? Yes, it is. Oh, what's up? Austin hey, in Missouri. Buddy. Austin yeah, in Missouri. You're our uh, first phone call on the Patreon. Better be a good one. Oh, yeah, man. I was hoping. When I called Spot a sexy son of a bitch, I figured that would get me in first. Um, so, anyway, Rich, I think, I think the main distinction here is that introducing your kids doesn't have to be in the form of signing them up. You know, you can watch sports with them. You can watch dance. Right. Great. Um, my kid a couple of years ago came home and was like, Hey, I want to do Boy Scouts because, you know, someone came to their school, obviously before COVID happened. 
and was like, hey, this is what we do in Boy Scouts. This is, you know, whatever. And all his friends were talking about it, and they all wanted to do it. And, of course, I'm not, you know, that, like, I'm not, you know, a spa or an Ian Kennedy that's out there with the lumberjack, you know, whole deal going okay, on. But who is? I was like, oh, fuck me, man. Now I got to deal with scouts. But that's how he found out. Yeah, that's, that's I, and that's point. why I was saying the eight. You, the, the age makes a big play there. You're right. When he's in school, I'm saying when your kids are significantly younger, it's your job to introduce because they're not going to have influences other than introduce, you uh, introduce a hundred percent. You're saying like sign up for certain things. He, he made such a great point, And I agree with that. One thousand percent of, you know, you don't need to. I didn't need to sign my kid up for softball to to understand that she had zero interest in it. Did I okay. want her to have that camaraderie and those friendships and to um be competitive in that way yes of course i still do right but i don't even think my sisters got involved until like maybe like 11 years old that stuff like that like right where melody's at right now and if she says hey dad i want to get involved maybe even for the social aspects of her girlfriends or her little friends are all on that mm -hmm. team then i'm like i'll be yeah i'll be the first in line to be like let's go let's take some ground balls but she already expressed in life to me that there's no interest there because I've introduced that to her, not by signing her up for some club or some team, by by playing with her at home. There's no interest there. All right. Okay. So that works. So you can uh, text me now if you want to. Noise. Yeah. If you're dying to say something, text spot and he'll decide <laughs> if you get through. Spot will be the gatekeeper. Yeah. The gates are open. Good luck. <laughs> Kids like around. Kid exactly. Uh, Jake Benjamin. I agree with Jake 100%. Kids around your kid will help in influencing them in a great way. So my hope is, hey, dad's really not encouraging Melody enough or, or influencing Melody enough to want to play softball. But if her best little buddies are all of a sudden like softball kids, you know, yeah, that would be great. But you know what? These kids are more into like fucking doing dance moves and shit like that. That's just what they're into and playing Roblox and things like that. So, you know, if that's what's interesting her right now, all I can do is encourage. I can't force. Kids are going to have their own brain. Their own personalities. Whew, I'm exhausted. <laughs> um, Don't be. Here, here's where I would normally say, let's take a break, but there are no breaks. Um, the only, the, like, my daughter is, like I said, is three and a half. You know where her decisions are right now? Her decisions are what snack to bring her class on snack day. And today she brought, uh, for all our Texas friends, Shipley's Donuts. Yeah, that's, uh, you could force her to do whatever you want. In about a year or so, she'll be like, yeah, she, you'll know she wouldn't want to do that shit. That says do nuts. Do nuts. By the way, spot. shout out to uh, Jacob Moultrie, Austin Arnold, uh, KW Mike, Bree Miller, Crystal Bray, Mario Martins, Mike Durbin, Chili, what's up? Thank you, everybody, for all chiming in. Uh, it's the Cavino and Rich Show on Patreon. Spot, any final thoughts oh. on this? Uh, no, you guys <laughs> said it all. I don't want to get involved. We, we exhausted it. <laughs> I'm um, good. I'll just stay, I'll just stay yeah. here and flex. I mean, I, I think it's very critical to think I, it is that every kid's supposed to be the same, that you're, you're quote-unquote. Oh, no, no. Never said the same. Said that you did. the parents, you, you parents need to be involved. You said they're misfits if they're not doing that. I'm quoting you. You if were, they're not doing any type of athletics or music or anything, that means no one's really okay. at least given. So nudge. you're telling me your your nephew does nothing at all? No, nothing. He just sits in a room all day playing uh, video games. Okay, that's what he's into. What do you expect him to? What do you want him to do? I don't know. 
play a sport. Well, take, he, he clearly take, doesn't, uh, take he guitar clearly doesn't like sports. Yeah, his parents need to encourage him to do that. Right. I agree. I agree. Um, but the biggest mistake you can make is to expect them to do what you did or expect them to like what you like. They're their own people, and they're half of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so Can't argue that. <laughs> you're so checked out. You're so checked out. Oh, man. Um, Woo. <laughs> I mean, you brought you know, it up. Know what I know what I watched uh, last night while you were watching The Bachelor? My Los Lonely watched, fans on Instagram? What's up? Los Lonely Los fans? Lonely fan? No, no. I, I, I watched five minutes of it, and I was like, yeah, I feel weird watching you. I watched uh, two things on Netflix, and I feel like one of them is so dumb, but I feel like it's so right up your alley because it's like the it's so funny. It's so stupid funny. But Sarah was like, this is like so stupid and bad. I'm like, no, it's fantastic. And I was like, I just got to watch it with Kabina. Have you ever seen Brian Regan's not his stand up? He almost does like a Chappelle show type of show. I don't know. I've watched all his stand-up specials, so I no, know how it, I missed it. It was from 2018, and I think it might have only lasted one season, but they have it on Netflix now. Where So Brian Regan will do a bit where he's like, yeah, don't you hate when you go to restaurants and they sit you like way close to the people next to you where you're almost in their conversations? And then all of a sudden it goes to a skit where it's like a skit of people sitting too close to each other at a restaurant where it's like it's very Chappelle show-like. It's like Brian Regan's stand-up slash sketch comedy. And if, if Kavino, if you need something new and you feel like there's nothing new on TV, I want to know what you think of it because I watch it and I'm like so torn on whether or not it's hilarious or terrible. I would check it out because I like Brian Regan, uh, who's all great now. He's got a Leslie Nielsen sort of hairdo. And I loved his last special. I thought it was really funny. Stupid, but funny as hell. Yeah. And I could appreciate stupid humor. So I would definitely check that out. I guess I somehow missed it or maybe they just uploaded that recently to netflix because of his new I think special they did. yeah I, I i don't know i didn't know he had his own uh sketch comedy show uh that being said Chappelle's show is back on netflix we talked about that uh, a few weeks back because he got paid finally for it hey spot what is it called do you, do you have it in front of you do you look up brian regan what it's uh, oh, uh i think it's 2018 a sketch comedy show it's like here we go with brian regan or something like that and let me find it it's it's definitely his attempt at doing something like a Chappelle to- show type of thing. Like I told you, it's a, it's a hybrid of stand-up comedy and skits where it's not skits like med TV or SNL, just skits. It's, it's like, you know, if I'm telling you a story, like, you know, when, uh, I don't know, there's that annoying person at work and they describe somebody. He's like, oh, you know what? And then is it, it just cuts to up. Is it stand up and away? Stand up and away. Yeah. Stand okay. up and away with Brian Regan. And, it's pretty interesting. Is there a way to play the trailer spot or no? Blends uh, I... his trademark observational stand-up with uh, short sketches. Uh, let me see. If yeah, I, it's I like, do not uh, want to be. Oh, sorry, I can. Let me see if I can play the video. So some, yeah, see, see if you can. I'm just kidding. It, it might be something to watch, Kavino, because I know you're always looking for new comedy. Uh, yeah, here you go. I do not want to be famous. Line. I know that sounds weird coming from someone who has cameras pointed at him. <laughs> I've got hot dogs. I know, they're hot, they're hot, they're hot. 
Hi, I'm a late night infomercial pitch man. <laughs> Looks funny Every to me. Ironing board sounds like a witch being boiled in oil. I mean, the trailer stinks, but it does look funny. Yeah, I mean, you can stop it. Spot. It's just it's, okay, thanks. They fought it in Waterloo. It, it looks oh, funny. Sketch comedy combined, like I said, with with stand up. I think I think it. it I'm, I'm so curious if you think it's a pile of shit or awesome. I can't wait to hear your. I'll check like, it out. Your, your I'll take. check it out for sure. I love stupid shit like that. I will totally watch that. That's something I can get on board uh, for sure. So I'll watch that. Um, hey, Rich, I do some, have to take. Uh, I have to uh, do, do a nut adjustment. Oh, uh, how, how do you do in the mirror? Which is just one of these. Why? What do you? I, all right, and I also have to take a waz. Oh, uh, I'm uh, drinking coffee. So I, I do want to say this: we have a song, Rich, that we want to debut. If you listen to the intro of our show today, Handsome Gabe covered Wolf Mother for the intro. He did an instrumental of Wolf Mother. We appreciate it. But Handsome Gabe, an honorary member of Ticklesack, our band number one in Canada, he and Sherry from New Jersey decided to make a song about our new adventures. So uh, I figure we, we play that real quick while I uh, adjust my nuts. And oh, yeah, you want to hear it or no? I, I do want to hear it. What are you going to what, what video are you going to show while we playing? It's funny. Uh, Could it your flex cam or just me, me, uh, me awkwardly like listening to a song. Uh, let's see. I could play you awkwardly listening to a song. That'd be kind of funny. Uh, OK, <laughs> I can. Play, no, I'll, <laughs> here, I'll play the actual video for Toto Africa. How about that? Whatever you want, Spot. Let's 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 hear the song from Handsome Game. I don't know, Rich. I haven't really planned this out. Sorry. All right, all right. Put yourself on the flex cam. And I mean, just, uh, we kind of planned it song. out. We talked about it earlier that we all were right. going to play this song. Ready? All right. Yeah. Be right back. Okay. Handsome yeah. Gabe, everybody. Can't wait. Let's hear this. Even though they're leaving satellite, doesn't mean. Steve's still coming to scratch his thighs And Spot is so ripped that no shirt with sleeves could ever contain him <laughs> Won't even stop for loogie guy And even have some bonus content like art lessons with Melody the coronation say don't worry boys we're waiting here for you this visual is the best. I love this good that was great thank you that's <laughs> handsome that's so gabe good. and sherry yeah, that's fantastic uh they're cnr on patreon i love it cnr on patreon thank you thank you uh, the number one my show, dad for a second real but, quick absolutely but we're the number one show in the uh, vato community you know why why oh why because they thought they were signing up for patron <laughs> yeah orale! Orale, patron! Si, senor. Hi, 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 hi. Hi, hi. I'm gonna have to pull up. Uh... Now, <laughs> thanks, my guys. dad. Appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, that's fun, great. It's hey, funny you would say Patron. By the way, good, Spot, why did my Russ. headphones just get good really talk. low? 
What? My headphones just got really low. Did you did you change a level or something? Nope. Did I? No. 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 Hello. <laughs> oh, maybe. Check. Oh yeah, something just happened. Weird. Yeah, you got really low. Weird. My dad can't say Patreon. Tried to get him on the app last night. I don't even know if he's listening today. And he kept calling. Uh, he kept saying like you just said. He kept trying to say something Patron related. He's like, "Ah, oh, Patronion." <laughs> like Patreon. He's like, yeah, Patreon. Oh, Patra, Patra, uh, Patron, yeah. Patron, Patron." What are love, Camino, and Rich, and the Patron? So, Greg, just uh, if you, if you if my dad's watching or listening, Patreon, like a patron. Patreon, but yeah, he. Oh, I'll download the Patronian app. Patron. I'm not surprised. That's uh, that's slowly happening to you, as you forget shit that you watched last night. You know what I mean? Like you, you are falling into that same sort of thing. It's a real thing. It's a real thing where you know you're so consumed with life and real things that you're forgetting mundane things. It's like when your mom, like my mom, for example, who was really caught up in mom life, couldn't remember our own names. Steven, Tommy, Donnie, Gracie, D- D- Jen, D- Don, Donnie, Steven. That's what happens. That's happening to you. So your dad's already been there. It's not important. Oh, pay, pay, yeah. Patreon, page to pay the pay to listen to you. I did it. Oh, oh. Patreon. Oh. Oh. oh, oh, and I've been there. And uh, who knows if I'll be there again. Jeez. Luis. Jeez. Um, Rich, Boss. I have a, a simpler question about life. Yeah, I don't Please know do. What, oh, wait. Okay. Oh, we're back. Okay, we're back. Whew. <sighs> I don't know what happened. Sorry about it. Sorry there. No, yeah, sorry what, ha- what happened, Spot? Were people hearing us or no? Uh, people were hearing us. We were just really low. I don't know what happened. I think the song maybe was loud and beefy. Compressed it. And compressed it and F something up. But we're back in action. All right, cool. Okay, good. Because I, I, yeah, I'll tell you what. I was just trying to hear Kavino so terribly. Like, I was like, please, what is he saying? Yeah, I didn't, like, by the way, I didn't change. I know. Anything. I don't blame you. <laughs> and it's I was a, it's trying a learning to, process. And I was trying to figure out the setting. I'm like, Bleh. By the way, Spot, the fact that you're not an engineer or anything and you've figured out how to do all this in like a day is uh, honestly super impressive to me. Thank you. It really is. Hey, Thanks. Rich, what, uh, first of all, yeah, Thanks. you know what? Let's acknowledge the flex cam. Let's acknowledge Spotty, Spot Daniel, the producer, for making this possible. Let's also acknowledge that this is a work in progress, guys, right? We're getting flooded with feedback. We're trying to figure it out as it comes in. Um, you know, we're, we're still going to figure out our studio scenario. Like, it's not going to yeah. look like this forever. Um, yeah. Our, our spot's you got mean- handy-dandy cool graphics. Like, Spot, show everybody the cool, like, floor runners, our rusty floor runners that we got as a background graphic here, as a little... What do you mean? Show, yeah, look at that. Hell, oh, look at that. It's look rusty. At that. I was That's, like, what are you talking about? Look at that rusty tire mark, whatever that is. You know? <laughs> yeah, we did the show from a body shop. By the way, Rich, you know, speaking of manly shit, you never told us why you really went to Cabela's. For Girl Scout cookies. No, for real. Is that really why? No, my father-in-law went there and I had to pick him up. Oh, okay. Um, what was he getting? Rich, I want to know if you could pull up. It's probably some manly shit. Yeah, pull up oh, okay. uh, the Carl's page, the Covino and Rich listeners page. Uh, see if they have anything good to say. And probably not. We appreciate you guys, Ian Kennedy and the Carl's. On the in-show thread, Covino and Rich listeners on Facebook, we salute you. Thank you guys for all the feedback. 
I read the intro thread all the time, by the way. After the show, that's like, uh, oh, how did everybody enjoy it? You know? Ooh, so, man. you know, maybe you could check that like you normally do and see some of that feedback. And I'll tell you, or I'll ask you guys a question. Look, man, I don't have all the answers. I, I got to say, uh, what's up to Chris Albanis, who started a, uh, he started his own thread. It's Steve Cavino is the greatest kid of all time. Changed my mind. <laughs> He's right. I, kid. I, I'm not going to argue that. He's right. Uh, I so hit 20, I'll, I'll, 27 Little League home runs because I wanted to, not because my dad made me. Yeah, it's not about making you, but I'm not getting back into that. I mean, you um, said force. You said you. these are your words. You can't make you can't change the the, the conversation now. Oh, you already yeah. said it. I mean, that's that's what you said. Listen back. You're going to bring like a framework. You need to force your kid. That's what you, you said. I think you yeah, did, but maybe not, not to continue with it, to try it. I'm just telling like you. you if, like you if your kid said, if your kid says, "Oh, I don't like green beans," do you say, oh, "Okay, that's fine. I guess you'll never eat green beans," or do you say, "No, no, no, you're gonna eat green beans"? And if and if you realize after a while, like, yeah, I really don't like them, then we'll I figure think, out something else. I think else. you're in for a ravishing, rude awakening if you think you're gonna force Ben to eat green beans all the time. See what happens. Okay. All right. Now talk to um, me. Talk to me in a, in five years when Ben throws his green beans at you. Um, all right. Um, so wait, hold on. Let me let me let me throw one more thing real quick on uh, on Netflix, and then we'll move on. Um, Spot. I watched episode one of a show that your wife and I were talking about, and I think she. I don't know if your wife was sold on it. It's not a show Cavino would even give a chance. But Firefly Lane. Oh yeah, my uh, my wife got through ten minutes of it. That's where was... Spot lives. You see him all in the background right there. <laughs> yeah, Firefly Lane. Yeah, see, he's yeah. flying uh, with him. My wife, so she's like, I watched ten minutes of it, and I had to turn it off. It was a piece of garbage. It sounds like horseshit, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't. I mean, what makes it sound like horseshit, Kavino? Honestly, it what sound makes like it sound some, like some shit I would care about at all. But like, based on <laughs> just what? Sound, just sounds like it. I, 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 I've heard, street? I've heard rumblings. I've heard rumblings. You know. I mean, but honestly, what the name of a street is? What? Yeah, I could get a vibe of a show just by the title, like Downton Abbey. I don't want to watch it. Sounds boring. Thank you. Down Abbey was actually pretty interesting. Doesn't mean I'm yeah. I was gonna say it doesn't mean I'm right. I'm just saying that's what it tells me. I, I hate to admit it, huh. but like my wife, uh, she binge watched Down Abbey, and every so often because it was like what five seasons? It was a bunch of seasons, and I'm just every so often sit and watch it with her, and I'm like, this is kind of interesting. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> I mean, they have. I'm sure like, it's a great show. It, the look of it, the sound of it, everything bores me. They're like snooty British people, but it's kind of yeah. yeah. But did you think you were gonna like the Queen's Gambit? Nope. Oh, that's a good one. I'm surprised. No, yeah, that's a good one. You can't, judge a, you can't judge a show or a movie by its title. I agree. I said not always right, but, you know, most of the time I am. But I watched that's episode I one. I'm, I'm, Gambit. I was so pleasantly surprised by that. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to keep watching it, you know, after because I, I certainly didn't hype it up. I'm just saying I watched episode one. I really think Sarah Chalk is great. I love her as an actress. Um, Catherine Heigl. She's been on our show. I like her. She's sweet. My question is the whole concept of the show. I like how it jumps from time to time when they were kids, when they were younger, now when they're adults. Here's the question, though. Kevin Heigl's character grows up to become like some type of Oprah type, almost like an Ellen DeGeneres. Like every woman loves her. Like she's essentially like a fictional Oprah, right? Sarah Chalk became like, you know, a mom who's trying to get back into the work world, but they're best friends with drama involved. Do you think people 
I mean, what do you think it would feel like to have your best friend from childhood become an A-lister? I'm not talking someone that's successful. I'm not talking about someone that's on the radio or TV or or even in, even playing professional sports. I'm talking like A-lister. Like, what if your childhood best friend is Patrick Mahomes? What if your childhood best friend is, I don't know, Jen Aniston? Or, hey, you know who my best friend growing up was? Yeah, uh, Michael Jordan. Like, if your best <laughs> friend growing up ends up being, like, internationally known, what do you think that feels like? I mean, that's a... Yeah, how do all your friends friends feel? Yeah, you'd have to talk to my friend Barnando, see how he... Yeah, how does Barnando feel? I don't know. He's like, bro, I always knew you were awesome, bro. Every no, but, like, your your friends think it's cool. Your, your friends think it's kind of cool that, like, yeah, my buddy Camino's no, on the radio. That's kind of cool. I have a handful of friends that even listen. You don't no, no, give no, a I'm, shit. I'm, I'm saying... We have friends that think it's kind of cool that you're on the radio or you, you've been on television and stuff, and that's like small potatoes. I'm saying a list is different. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, agree. no, I'm yeah, I'm I'm not talking some you know oh you you are on a you're on television, ESPN, yeah. Sirius XM, that's FM radio, like you know, doing potatoes. a podcast. Like I'm talking if you grew up and it's like yo, guess who my best buddy was growing up? That's something rich that only those people know about. Uh, I mean, uh, could relate to. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, it's a scenario that. They should be. They should be in a in some sort of group together. There's there some should be of, a show about it. Right. To be honest, if you ask me, like let's. I feel like they I want to produce Hi, that I'm show. I'm John, like, and I'm the best friend of an A-list superstar. So I got to play the tambourine and second fiddle to this guy in life and in public all the time. Yeah, like, that's I, only I, something. Is there, is there a show there that they know is there about? A sh- yeah, of course. I think so. That's got to uh, like, be a I, weird thing to be in their shadow all the time when really you're on an equal level playing field as as with people. Them. Yeah, as, as, with them. Yeah, yeah. I guess like in the show. In the show Firefly Lane, of course, Tully, the character that's um, Catherine Heigl, who's essentially, like I said, an Oprah type, she's just sitting there having a glass of wine bullshit with her childhood best friend. Meanwhile, the world is in awe of her, like the same way someone rea- would react if they met fucking Oprah, right? So Oprah. if you if you grew up, there, there might be a show there, like childhood besties. Like They should be in counseling together is, is what I was trying to say. They really like, should. Spot, who's the... Uh, like? Who, I bet you, you there's a group. I bet you there's like an online group of, of uh, <laughs> with the celebrity bestie because only they can relate to each other and what they have to deal with. Like who is uh like who in your mind is like top notch, best like biggest celebs in the world right now? Like is there someone that's like yeah I'm Jennifer Lopez's best friend from the Bronx? Like when Jenny was Jenny from the Bronx, yeah I'm like, uh, like Maria uh, from the Bronx. I don't know. Does Tom Cruise have any friends? Or are they all in Scientology? Yeah, Tom is Hanks. There, Who's there... Tom Hanks' childhood friend? Yeah, is does Tom Hanks have a childhood friend? Like, yeah, yeah my name's uh Jeff. My name's Jeff. You know, me and Tom <laughs> used to uh, hang out all the time, and you know, I became Jeff, the uh, insurance salesman, and he became fucking Tom Hanks. Like, <laughs> we're still good buds. Yeah, we still go fishing, we still go golfing, but uh, I mean, hey, it just you know, Tom came from somewhere. I know him as Tom Hanks, my buddy. You guys know him as Tom Hanks, international but, uh, global superstar. On the flip side, that's why celebrities have celebrity friends because. It's only that other celebrity friend that could relate to what they are going through in life, you know? So, yeah, I think there is uh, some sort of interest there for sure, intrigue there of what it's like to be that celebrity's regular friend from childhood. It must be odd to see, like, how they... But there must be a part of them, too. It's like, yeah, I always knew that was his thing, and, man, I would never expected this, but that was always, you know, that was always George... You know, and now George Clooney's a big star. Like, what if you what if you grew up playing basketball with 
Uh, James Harden. I did. I like, signed up for basketball on my own. My parents never forced me I, to do I know, that. Okay, I know. I know. Yeah. What but if I you did. played basketball with James Harden and he always whooped your ass and you're like, yeah, my buddy James, like, yo, he's just real good. And now it's like, yo, he's James Harden. And you're just like, yeah, my name's uh, my name's John. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm yeah, but work that, at, but I John, work at Target. John plays a part in Harden's story. He probably stuffed him a few times, made him better. You know, it, it's a weird scenario mm-hmm. because – I'm sure John has that story. Every every superstar has that friend who schooled them at an early age or, you know, rivaled them and challenged them, and they became greater as a result of it. LeBron is still boys with all his childhood friends. Yeah, no, he, you know? he, does, a, he does a lot in that right. world, for and, sure. And all those dudes, they used to ball with LeBron. So they helped, Entourage. Him, they helped Entourage, him become the Dickie. person that he, that he is today. So it's a very unique group of people. But, you know, I, I guess when you're in that friendship – they're still he's still LeBron, you know. But there, there is a lot that comes with that being that friend, no doubt. Uh, Entourage. This is from Joey in Colorado Springs, saying it's based on Wahlberg. Dicky Entourage is based on Mark Wahlberg, so that that's a that's a good show where where that's sort of a storyline, you know. Like yeah, here's Mark Wahlberg growing up, and uh, all his regular buddies become part of his crew, right? That's oh, interesting. It's interesting. It is. Green um, Optimus. I don't know. Stop saying. When I've I, been gone from SXM for about a year and a half, and now I'm back with you guys, and I feel like I haven't missed a day. Yo, Green Op, you know, there's a few people who are back. Curtis and Callie, you know, who've been the 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 fabric of the Covino and Rich listener base, you know, the yeah. air hedges of the world that we thought that, you know, they were still listening, that but they dipped off, but now they're back. Now we got to get Narmstrong back. Oh, how do we Is do that? Is that our goal? Yeah, let's get him back. <laughs> let's get him back. A lot of people excited about the new platform and the new changes. So, hey, Green Optimus, I, I didn't realize you weren't listening, but now it all makes sense. I haven't heard from you in a long time. Welcome By the back way, to the show. It's going to be better than ever. Um, no way. This is uh, people making observations now that we have the video stream. Mm-hmm. No way on earth Kavino washed his hands after touching his balls, doing an adjustment, and taking a Wes. Yeah, you did that way too quickly. No, oh, I did. I just. I I'm mean, thinking. I'm considering. How thoroughly do I have to do that? I'm considering, and I could probably set this up, but it, he would. Ha- I don't know because he pees with the door open. I could probably put a camera in the bathroom. You're gonna. You're gonna. Take but like that. outside the bathroom, so I could see like what he does. Hold on, that's fine. Outside the bathroom, that's fine. But you're gonna. You're gonna say but this yeah, is yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. a thing. When you yell at me every day for not only washing my hands but using the hand sanitizer that you have there. Yeah, he does double okay, wash. so I do double. He washes his hands, but then he comes out and he wastes my hand sanitizer after he's just washed his hands. So if I'm that so guy... So at least he's very thorough. Yeah. I mean, I got to give him that. There you go. Um, it, was, it was a quick pee, you know? It was a quick how do you do. Uh, let's see. Cavino, do you let a three-year-old eat whatever they want for dinner? No. They have their own brain. Uh, they would ask for ice cream every night. There comes a point... Where, again, you know what they're into and what they're not into. What they like and what they don't like. Yes. Like. Three, at three, you're going to know. At three, they might not want to eat that shit. It's right around that time. You could force them all day. They might not want it. You know? Why don't you fucking give them a, a chicken mole? See if they want to eat it. The fuck? You know? They might like it. They might, they might not. That's how I see it. You could force them all day. Dude, but, all right, man. Um, let's see. Simple question. How the fuck do you, and we've addressed this a thousand times, but I want to know if there's a real answer to this. If you live with somebody, could be your mom, could be your girlfriend, could be your wife. If you live with somebody who does nothing but make treats all day and like junk food, 
Yeah. How the hell do you navigate these waters and live a healthy lifestyle? This is like the question I asked last week. No, but like, how do you how are, do you emotionally eat when you're yeah, uh, on a on a strict are, diet? These are things we we bring up, but we never really figured out the answers to. Like for example, you know, I happen to be in a relationship with a girl whose hobby is to bake shit. Oh, by the way, I have I have cookies for you. I have their I mean they're like pre made cookies, but I saw them at the store and I thought Jordan would like them. So yesterday I'm trying. So I'm sending them home. Home Thank with you. you. Are they? Uh, are they? Uh, they're Savannah Smiles. They're Savannah. Sm- no, they're. Uh, <laughs> I love her. They're, they're yeah. Pillsbury, like the pre-made cookies, but yeah. they they're Lucky Charms ones. Mm. So they have like Lucky Charms marshmallows in them. Mm. Pretty good. Ooh. I tasted one. Mm. Ooh. Um. So, I happen to date a person who loves to bake shit. Now, when I say loves to bake shit, and I mean like every weekend. I mean, like, she tries to perfect macaroons. So this is, like, every night. Like, I don't know. I'm not getting it right Macaron. Yeah, macarons. Macarons, macarons. You know, and there's always some shit. Like, what are you doing now? I'm just making icing. Icing for what? I don't know. Like, I think she buys ingredients, and they're about to expire, so she feels the need to just make shit constantly. I don't know. Every night is some shit she's making or trying or experimenting with or creating, right? And and I'll back every you night. up because I remember, I remember Jordan made some treats for when the girls had their girls night like a week ago. Yeah. And I guess her sample, what she didn't initially did. She initially made something, but didn't want to bring that and left it for you to eat essentially. So there's probably all these like samples and leftovers and things she's trying yeah. and she just leaves them for you. Well, a quick story. Um, quick story. I was going to your place, Rich, for like a holiday party. Right. And Jordan had all these, what's it called? They're just they're just sugar crunchy like sugar fucking white it's white white crunchy anyway candy canes no fluffy they're fluffy good. white fluffy, like cookies no fluffy white sugar. oh meringues meringues yeah I have those are gross. she made meringues right but meringues with different so colors gross. and I'm like holiday colors right and they were in a plastic thing on the counter and without thinking I was like oh Jordan left these out for me to take to Rich's house for the holiday party. Right? So I'm walking to your house. It's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to Rich's place. Oh, by the way, I brought those meringues you left. You know, uh, thank you. Those meringues weren't to bring the riches. Those were like I was experimenting and they're not good. I'm like, I tried one. They're delicious. They're not for riches. Th- those were like, th- I was just experimenting with those. Don't bring those. Like she was so particular about those. I was like, are you serious? She's like, don't. Seriously, don't. Those were not like to give out. Those, I was just messing around with those. And I was like, they're great. And I got so aggravated by it. I took them and I fucking threw them into a bush uh, right by your house. Like the whole, the whole plastic bin of them. Because she was oh, you insisting. You went all crazy? I went whoa, all crazy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So you did, I you, bring you, you, instead I of bringing him to the party. I showed up to your party with an empty container. I swear to God. True story. Oh, my God. Because, you're a tyrant. Yeah. I was like, what? So pr- she I'm gave so me such pr- a hard time. I'm, I'm so proud of you. That's something I would do. Yeah, I was so <laughs> mad about it. Yeah, I'm like, nobody cares. Nobody cares. These are fantastic. <laughs> How, right? But that's her art in a way. So <laughs> what I'm Fuck trying to- Fuck your fucking uh, crunchy white sugar things. I, think, <laughs> I, I passed that bush off and I'm like, <laughs> you know how many- some happy, There's some happy squirrels. You know how many woodland creatures like, these are fantastic. <laughs> so- um. Jordan's like, don't eat those. Yeah, so They're I never know good. what's I'm going not on. I'm proud of those. And then I'll, I'm always like, what are you doing? What's going on? What are you making? And it's always, you know, in front of the KitchenAid fucking thing. And she's always making some shit every night. So when you're, you're a significant other, there's always making treats. Like last night, I tried to have a healthy day. You know, I had my cocktail fruit. 
I had my yeah. little ginger beer with some an extra pour of Tito's in there, a little squeeze of lime. And I'm trying to sort of have a healthy day for the most part. And she's busting out some sort of crepe treat with like wow. a with like a strudel sort of texture to it. It was like it looked like a crepe, but it was kind of kind of crispy and layery spot. I don't know what that is. It looked like a crepe, but over toasted uh, crepe, like a tortilla. There's there's Nutella in it, strawberries. It sounds like a crepe. Yeah, but it was like crunchier than a crepe. Uh, I mean, maybe she just overcooked it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So let me ask you this: When you're sitting around as a guy, and you're smelling nothing but delicious pastries and cookies being cooked all day, Beasties. how the hell in the world? Are you not supposed to try that? When women, I think, are, are able to nibble like like little uh, bunnies, guys take bigger yeah. bites and more samples, and that's what brings you down. You're gonna uh, what is, slowly what is, turn into Gabe Iglesias. No, I mean this has been going on for over you know three years. What, what is uh, you know what's the solution here? Uh, well, let me tell you what the solution is. Because yeah. As someone who loves to cook, loves to bake, there's yeah. an easy answer spot. Yeah, what's you the just what's you the answer? Don't, I don't, you don't like it. No, here's the easy answer. Chocolate chip cookies because all the time. Back when when quarantine first started and everyone was making bread left and right and flour was sold out in stores and yeast was sold out. That's when I decided like everyone else to take up bread baking. Yeah. And I was making you saw it, uh, uh sourdough loaves. I made like f- f- four a weekend. I made focaccia bread. I made uh, a, a, a coffee cake. I made crackers. I was making so much shit and I was doing it because it was like a hobby and I was trying it out, but I was eating it at the same time. You know what the solution was since then, since I've become, you know, flex cam? Um, just don't make it. That's the solution. I mean, that's, I, kill, I killed my sourdough starter. That's easy if you live by yourself. I killed yeah, it. No, it's, I mean, but I'm saying there's I, uh, it's, it, it happens when you, when you have kids too, because yeah. what, what happens well, is, before, hold on. The big difference here, Rich, is, the, the smell of that being cooked. Yeah, you just can't have it in your house. The excitement of like, what is she doing? Oh, man, there's cookies in the oven. You know, like as a guy, you're right. you're a savage. And you just yeah. want to like, you know, and you want to be like, oh, you know, and then they'll come to you and like, I want you to taste this. How does it taste? And I'm like, how does it taste? It tastes like I yeah, want I mean, six more of these bad boys. Yeah, but you know, it's a, uh, I know you can't really make that change when you're living with someone like that. I get it. But the easiest solution is, yeah, don't have these things in your house. When you have kids, you realize that you have snacks and shit in your house that you're right. not used to having. Like, I probably didn't have goldfish or Ritz crackers for a decade of my life. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, I like, well, you know, when was the last time I had fruit snacks, right? But if they're in your house and all of a sudden you're like, you're in the kitchen just looking around, you're like, oh, I'll take a handful of goldfish or I'll take, uh, like, it could be any little kid, kid treat like some puffs you'll grab a handful of like little puffs like because yeah but that's not someone's hobby you know what i mean like and i get it it's the same sort of thought process but you know i could shut that cupboard the biggest mistake there is rich and i can tell you how to solve that problem right what would always happen when when with melody growing up is i'd give her a little bowl of whatever puffs she was eating whatever sort of goldfish she had whatever sort of cookie she was nibbling on, she would never really, she'd leave a few, right? So you'd have yep. a bowl left over of some of that stuff, and what do you always do? You house it. You grab a handful and you finish it. It's your job as dad to finish it, and that shit if she adds leaves, up. If she leaves a plate, if she right. leaves a lunch or dinner plate, and it's got one dino nugget <laughs> and, and a scoop of mac and cheese left, right. you know what you're doing? 
Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's constant. That's three times a day probably. Yeah. Right? And you look forward to it and you're a slob. And it adds up. But the solution to that is smaller portions that you know they'll finish. Right? That way you won't be nibbling on that shit. Yeah. And, and we all make that mistake. But there is an answer. I can't tell Jordan, hey, you know your hobby of making shit all the time? Like a mad scientist? Yeah, I don't want you doing that anymore because I can't curb my, uh, my appetite. I can't control myself when you're making this peanut buttery delicious treat, whatever, with chocolate. Well, all yeah, over I mean, it. ask her. Say, do you want to? You want to? Do you want your? I'm already older than you. Do you want me to be fat and older than you? Ask her that. Huh. <laughs> That's true. But, be, now, be like, but now you're fat. Be like, hey, be like Jordan. <laughs> now we're Jordan, look, look at this crystal ball. Do you want a fat fifty year old uh, like boyfriend or husband in five years? Then fucking slow down. No, I mean it's true, but you know, and she's like, well, well, control your appetite. I'm like. Control no, yourself. No, like, what? Control no, yourself. No, 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 no. That's like, it's like, an, it's absurd. It's an absurd comment. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, you know what she does? Like, she, like, she'll bake a whole tray of like these new cookies, expects you to have like one, and then like, then you throw them all away at the end of the week. You're like, what the fuck is that about? Because yeah. you can't just make one. Yeah, like Chris, Kristen, because she's not on the diet that I'm on. Right. So she, she'll make things, and, I, and I'll have like a spoonful here and there, but like, there are certain things I'm like, we can't have, you know, we can't have this. Like, I can't make this. Like, she'll make pizza. I'm like, you can't make pizza in front of me. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm having like half that pizza if you put it in front of me. And I'm like, I can't do this. It's almost like. There, um, go, there go my macros you know, right, for the I'm, day. If we're going to live in this overly socially conscious world, right? Sorry. You wouldn't drink. I felt, I, hold on. I, and I know this is a stretch. Believe me. I preface this by saying it's a stretch. But in a way... What? You want me to stretch? You know okay. how you, 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 you don't like to necessarily drink so much in front of people who don't drink, Sorry. especially when they're just getting out of that lifestyle, yeah. right? It, it eventually gets to a point where that person, he, he doesn't care, right? You do what you want. I get it. But when you're snacking in front of people that can, can't control themselves with the snacks, it's, it's very similar. Because I'm like, yo, I know you can have just one. I cannot. I'm a savage. I can't nibble. I don't eat in little bowls like you do. Jordan eats in little ramekins, like a little, like like a little, like oh. And I'm like, I don't eat out of ramekins. By the I way, eat out of bowls because I'm a man. Let me tell you, uh, I got to give Spot credit because Spot introduced me to the ramekin life. Because when yeah. I live with Spot, so like, you know, when I, you know, I eat out of ramekins, yeah. uh, uh, carrots, not, you know, and and maybe a few nuts here and there. Portion control, I get it. Self-control is a whole different story. Stop moving. I'm just saying, though, Spot introduced me to ramekins, and I got to I gotta give him props because I was like, yo, what do you have all these little ramekins? Like, you're a TGI Fridays. I got them, too. Spot, like, yo, putting, like, a uh, little tiny scoop of ice cream in a ramekin or something really sort of... It helps. I do it yeah. all the time. And but of course, Rich, Rich puts, like, 30 spoonfuls in there. But that's Jordan okay. eats her dinner and her treats out of ramekins. You know, so... Kristen does, too. Yeah, and you know where you get them, too. A lot of times you buy desserts that... That come in those little clay ramekin sort of things. I mean, you could buy them, but I have a bunch of them. Trying to find, uh, trying to find just the right picture of you in five years from now. <laughs> I think I, I think I got one. You ready? I think this might. Hold on, let me give. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna hang that on my fridge so Jordan can see it. <laughs> and, and maybe, maybe the solution is make yeah. that shit oh, when I'm man. not here. Because side by that, side, let's see, right? Yo, yeah, it, I said it before, Rich, but if I see some tasty <laughs> shit underneath Jordan. foil, if I see some shit God. in foil, it's screaming my name from the couch. I'm on the couch trying to ignore it like a drug fiend, and I'm like, 
you're crazy for this, Joe Rogan. And I'm like, I'm hearing, I'm hearing the, the whatever's under that foil, like, eat me, come get me, come Please. now, the whole day, the whole day. So I got to remind myself, you know, unless you want to date Yokozuna, yeah. you need to chill with that shit. Well, it's the same goes for kids because like grandma, like Sarah's mom always wants to like bake with Emmy because it's like fun for a kid to like, oh, I'm going to make brownies or a cake or this, that. And I'm like, but you know, who eats it all. I do. You know, it's like I can't if, if they make a tray of simple brownies, you think I'm going to have one little square. I end up taking like square after square after square. And by the time it's over and to wrap this up. You know, uh, yeah. By by the time it's over, you finish the whole home. thing. You ate the whole thing. Spot the other day. You know, as you guys remember, our final show on Sirius XM was Friday, and we didn't skip a motherfucking beat back here on Monday and Tuesday, kicking ass. I mean, we could have taken like one day uh, on the on the page on the on the page the page the, pat- the patron the patronium uh, Really, I, I love the ad. It got me. Uh, uh, a little bit of a struggle to get it working, but I love the pottery. Uh, the patrol. Pa- patro- petroleum. Oh, yeah. By the way, oh, on a, on a yeah. side note, on. on a side note, I called when I was telling my dad and walking him through it last night. I mean, I got to give him so much credit for A, being so supportive, but also for having the technology and really being up on shit. But when I was like, Dad, FaceTime me on your phone. And then aim your phone at your iPad so I could see what you're doing. Uh, can you do that? That sounds like inception. And, and, and every time, anytime oh. he was doing something, he would take his eye off the idea that he's showing me. So all of a sudden, I'm like, Dad, I just see a bowl of bananas and oranges on your table. Aim the phone. Oh, <laughs> like, every time I uh, go to do something else, I lose the volume. I, 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 no. I but hey, if my parents can figure it out, you uh, guys should gonna, be By the way, he's going to freak out during today's show during that volume dip. Oh, oh well, really? No. Uh, the volume oh. went down. What oh. do I do? <laughs> Work in progress. Work but, in uh, progress. Yeah, so. hey, we took phone calls today. So, you know, we're getting. Oh, it. yeah. If anyone wants, uh, yeah. You know, we're going to be. I think that's a good method. Yeah. Y- you text the show number, which is on the top of your screen. Like, call me. or uh, And what? you just say, I'd like to chime in, and I'll call you. Chime in is So the it's like words? you're waiting. Yeah. Oh. And then you know that it's coming oh, so from us. It, it's fun. It's sort of like when you call a company or a bank yes. and they're like, hey, we have a wait. But if you want, leave your number and we'll call you back yes. in the order this call was received. Right. Yes. And that's how we do it, guys. Do it. Text us. You want to chime in and Spot will be the guy who gets Let me back see if to anyone wants to do it right now. We'll do an experiment. Who wants to chime hey. in and why? Let us know. Hey, by the way. 412 to letter C in our show. 412-267-7469. Do you feel like when they say... When they say, do you want to stick around afterwards for a customer satisfaction survey? Do you feel like if you say yes, they bump you in the line? No, that's a, that's a, f- a farce. I used to feel that way. Now I don't care. I'm like, fuck yourself. Yeah, no, I was like, I was like, ooh, because maybe if I say I'll take the survey, they're like, ooh, we want to make sure he fills it out properly. So maybe I'll say yes. Yeah, I know. That's uh, the old scammeroo. So to wrap this up, here's what happens. On our last show, which was Friday... Sarah and Jordan were, were kind enough to present us with a cake. I shit blue for three days after that because it had blue icing in it. Mercer Man knows what I'm talking about. My shit was blue. And what? You didn't shit blue from eating that cake that they brought on Friday? Anyway, they brought us cake and champagne. And we, you know, had a nice time. You can see this on Facebook, Cavino and Rich. Our little um, end of a chapter celebration. 
that cake was left here at Spot's house, and it must have been calling his name because he had a freak out so much. He's like, Covino, if you want this cake, I need you to take it because I'm going to throw it away. He goes, wow. I'm gonna, yes. So, right, Spot? The cake? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, so that's the only solution like to this problem. Because uh, the cake was in front of me, and every time I went to the fridge to pull out my healthy prepared meals, my shredded chicken and my baked chicken and my salmon and my vegetables and all that shit, oh, this box was just staring at me. Yeah. Staring it's, at me. And, and you know what I would do? I it would, was, and it was in the fridge like this. Come on, Spotty. Remember we used to be best buds? It's the cake. You remember? We no. We were best friends. No. No, no I don't want to. I don't want you. Hey, I'm here in this box inside the fridge, no, asshole. No, I don't put need those, you anymore. I got put those carrots down, you put down. No, I got muscles now. Yeah, come on, man. This is the anniversary cake. Eat no, me leave now. me alone. Come on, you I slum. got muscles now. No, no, no I don't want you. Ain't fat. You ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. So the cake is fucking antagonizing spots so much that he calls me like almost in a panic. He's like, hey, come take this cake. Yeah, I uh, honestly, because every time I, I, you know, because I mainline coffee throughout the entire day. Every time I would, would have a cup of coffee, I'm like, oh, coffee and cake, coffee and cake. And I would go in and I would trick myself. And I would go and I would just like do a tiny little sliver yeah. down the entire so, cake. That, that doesn't work. And it was like a little, so it equaled like a, like a, a you know, like I had like a very tiny piece of cake because it was just a little One sliver. One sliver down always ends up being and I was just a like, full on portion. Oh, just the taste. And I'm like rubbing oh, it on my tongue. Not for guys. Oh, I'm like, can oh do I just want to feel it. No, nope. uh, nope, nope. Uh, so Rich, the only that. solution is, is to dish that shit off and throw it away. Otherwise, yeah. you, you got to find yourself... Uh, a new significant other who lives a similar so much, lifestyle as you and, and eats, uh, by the way, eats like a bunny. I wanted it out so much, and I'm like, Kavino, come get it. Yeah. And then it, he came, he's like, bro, I'm nearby. I'm like, oh, I'm out for a walk. Uh, I guess you could come back tomorrow. He's like, I'm like, but if you want, I'll let you in the house, and I'll, I'll, I'll unlock my front door remotely. So he, I, he, uh, I unlocked it remotely. I was like, just go in and get it. Just go in, take it, and be done. He, he came in my house. You couldn't be trusted. Left. I can't. I, yeah. I, I, I can't have the temptation around me. I got it out of Spot's house, you know. So, And now I'm looking at it every day like, fuck, this cake. But I wanted to get it because, you know, Melody wanted some, and it was the weekend. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's just, you know, we don't want it to go to waste. Um, but, man, it's really tough, guys. It's really tough, you know, especially if you live with that type of person that loves to make and bake shit like that. And, um, you know, more power to you. Throw it away. Get rid of it. Lock yourself up. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, and I just got to tell you that once again because last night is just one of those nights where I tried to be healthy, and right at the end of the night, some shit's pulling my nostrils over to the kitchen like Pepe Le Pew. The end. Matt, well, hey, fun time today. Do you want to take one phone call or no? Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, sure. Did People you want to do that? Chime in that way. Go ahead. I thought you were doing that spot. Oh, I let me see if anyone. Uh, <laughs> let me see if anyone texted me. Just, uh, just to uh, see. If, sorry, how just the system to, works. Just to test the system. Uh, let's see. Four one two two six seven seven four six nine. No one's texting me. Everyone's just like texting, texting. Oh no, maybe people are just scared to chime in. I think That's people cool. are scared. It's I don't new. Them. It's new territory. Right. I don't blame them. We hey, we had Austin today. We're gonna have some of you tomorrow. Uh, we could welcome guests on this show, but again. What we need more than ever is for you to get a friend involved. And, hey, maybe that makes your friendship grow. Get a relative yeah. involved. Have them subscribe. And we, we plan on giving back, okay? You know, we plan on killing some time with you and making this better than ever. So thank you guys for everything. And uh, thank you, Carls. We're going to read the Covino and Rich Listener yeah. pages after the show. And it really never ends. The most interactive show on yeah. radio. Uh, not even on radio. Um, in your living room. 
on most whatever. interactive show yeah. on Earth. On Earth. At Covino, C-O-V-I-N-O, and Rich. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, uh, have a great Tuesday. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.